We are here with world-renowned, famous artist, <laughs> Sam Kisajukin. Mm. <laughs> so, guys might have heard Sam earlier, maybe a year and a half ago, two years? How long was the last pot you were on? Tell him monkey, jo- months, mo- yeah. monkey stories. Monkey attack, just attacks from all lo- walks of animals. Yeah. Um, very good, mate. Very good episode. Excellent episode. We, went, we went deep. Real deep. Deep into mental health. Yeah. Deep into uh, spirituality and um, all those sorts of topics. All those yucky we were, things that yeah. make me think about myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, really, really this is going to be really helpful for anyone struggling. Um, <laughs> it's, no, it's not. <laughs> it specifically is. with bipolar. Yeah, yeah. Don't go on medication. Yeah. Just listen to this episode. Yeah. Spe- specifically with bipolar and uh, manic. Um, yeah, manic episodes. Episodes. Yeah, it's fucking interesting and helpful at the same time. But mm. also f- it was a fun, nice. If you want to o- believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> a nice open conversation. Um, also, we went to the races. Yeah. Saturday, oh. Lucky Duck Racing. Shout out. They've uh, mm. given us... 5% of the horse. Yeah. And we went to Owner's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, the horse raced Monday. She came fourth. Yeah, so I, watched the, I watched the race. Yeah, yeah. it's so, got potential. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was sick. Shep was there. Scotty yeah. Cummings, Tim Gossage. And I had an oyster for fucking first time. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have you ever understood oysters? Have I ever understood oysters? <laughs> the whole concept yeah. of eating oysters is beyond me. I don't understand people's love for them. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Not like who they are as, yeah, as, as, as mollusks. <laughs> mollusks. Where's their other half? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But fucking anything that you're like, oh, no, nah, it's good. You just need to put Tabasco sauce on. Or, no, nah, it's good. You just need it with bacon. Then obviously it's not good, cut Because yeah. <laughs> you need it with other shit. So um, it tasted like the sea did a fucking big load in my mouth. I was, I was actually, to be full disclosure, a little uncertain about this whole like horse thing. But yeah. Having gone so there, fun. it was fucking fun. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. supposed to be when we had to leave a little early because yeah. I had stuff on. But next time we have a like summer, yeah, or into spring, fuck, should be good. Have yeah. a few Boys profies. Big into racing now. Well, oh no, 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 I didn't care. About, it's oh. more about the day, like yeah. free piss, free food. <laughs> we were watching yeah. our races on the TV, and they were happening fucking right oh, behind us yeah. live. That's how you know you made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a good vibe. Like everyone, it was in good there fun. Was, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, really fun. So you can get involved. Just DM us, and we'll. Uh, we'll sort you out. We'll let you know. Yeah, but um, so nice. But uh, very good episode. Enjoyed it. Yeah. So let's get hard. Yeah, I think that's or everything. Was that a mistake? I did it by purpose. <laughs> let's get hard. <laughs> let's get hard. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Jelby and Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> <laughs> Free in attendance. For the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get home. Yeah, fucking speaking of that traumatized stuff, man, I, I hate those all the videos. Like, do you remember Faces of Death back in the day? Nah. Huh? Oh, is that just people dying? Yeah, it's all fucked up shit. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I, Someone yeah. sent me it today, one of my mates. Oh. It was, he sent me like a Kill. video of two guys fighting. The other guy, like young dudes over in Sydney, yeah, guy, fuck, has got a knife. He stabs a cunt in the neck. And yeah. He dies. What? Okay. okay. Your friend sent that to you? Yeah. I'm like, why would you? Why wouldn't you tell me? Yeah. How this finishes? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't want to see that. You didn't think you? you saw I thought the, it was just a fight video. Oh, with the guy with the knife. Well, they're like they're fighting. So some Maori guys and uh, some yeah, Lebanese I've, dudes. 
I avoid that sort of stuff. Yeah. If I didn't know I looked like a fight, I don't mind watching knockout videos. Mm. But then, like, I hear the guy with the film, he's like, oh, he's got a knife. And then the big Maori dude tries to be, like, hell staunch and goes up to him with his hands down and the other guy just slashes his neck and then mm. blood comes out and then he, he's holding his neck oh. and then he just falls over. Yeah. I was like, fuck, man. But you're passing Thank- it on. Like, you're telling me Yeah, I was about now. to say, thanks, bro. You're making yeah, me picture that in my head. You're different. like, oh, there's blood. Yeah. Oh. But it's different seeing it. No. Like, yeah, well, I, I'm used, it's, it's worse. actually worse. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of the even worse. Like, you know what I mean? You, it was probably better than I imagined. Yeah, you you uh, don't know what happens up here. <laughs> it was super clean. It was clean. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm like- Imagination. So if you're going to send that to someone, just go, hey, man, just say no. <laughs> The, this guy dies at the end. Oh. It's not just a fight video. And I just they, got they it say like, that. Watch till the end. That's yeah, what yeah, they yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> this was watch a, till the end. It wasn't an Instagram reel. It was just the private. He just sent it to me. out of context. Yeah, like completely out of context. We we're talking about Bali and shit, and I woke up and I was like, "Oh, what's this? Click it." And yeah, it was a it's like a very hacky joke. I'm like, and then he got stabbed. Yeah. And they're like, be original. Yeah. I always feel it better. Made me feel sick. Well, I always feel better when when you're watching like a car accident and, you can, and the, the <coughs> caption underneath says always like, um, can't believe they survived. And yeah, then I'm yeah. like, okay, this is okay. Yeah, all this, oh, all oh, you get oh, trolled oh. and it's just. <laughs> and it's, oh no. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, at which point is it inappropriate to come? Like before <laughs> the airbags go off afterwards, what are we doing? <laughs> oh fuck, fuck man. Yeah. Oh, well, we're here today with a uh, former comedian. <laughs> former comedian. I didn't know you quit. Yeah, I quit. Yeah. Just so I can come back. <laughs> I love a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Um what so what was the go with that? I didn't I didn't even know. Well, I just heard you were getting real funny, so I thought like <laughs> not enough room for all of us. It's too many straight white males coming up. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I thought I'd give it a break, give everyone else a shot for a bit. Yeah. 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 No, I just called it quits because I thought no, I just got a bit old and sick of COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like c- committed. Like I got to just do one thing and then COVID's like stopping. You know, if you like break up with someone and get mm. back together. You're just like, I can't do that. I'm just like, you just stick Done. it out, you know? Yeah, okay. And COVID just kept making me break up with stand up and then I didn't like that it wasn't up to me. So I was like, no, I quit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take control. Yeah. It happened yeah. with lockdown as well. They put me in lockdown. They're like, oh, you can come back out. I was like, no, I decide when I come out of lockdown <laughs> when I'm very mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> another month. Oh, so you just did what I did, you know? What? Quick comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I did it for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah quit yeah. before you start. That's quit the way. Before I, started, yeah. I quit having sex, man. Did yeah, you? same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incel. You because you're a, ce- a celibate. Yeah. Oh, is that the joke that you've made a lot? You do. You nah. go to weddings and you go, don't fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, it's more just like I can't pull. Oh, the celebrant right. the, is celibate. Mm. The celibate, celibate. Yeah. I think we've got some good pre-roll intro. Just us having a banter. We can use that and chuck it on Patreon if um perfect as a little bonus snippet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While, while you were getting ready. Yeah. While um, I was pooing, Delby. Oh, sweet. Well, I had a go. coffee just before we got here. Nice. Hey, that you did. That's good. You did a hard yarn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, big week as well. Before we get into things, mm. um, and we were talking last night. How's Elon? Is oh. uh, is he a fucking genius? Genius now. I know. Sorry, <laughs> he Jamal thinks he's, thinks he's the most evil. Thing he thinks he's the antichrist, but he's a fucking genius. 
Do, do, have you heard Did you about see what? Wait, wait. Your take is that Elon Musk is smart. <laughs> that's your. That's how we're opening the podcast. The richest man in the world that owns like seven tech companies. Okay, let me <laughs> explain. Is a genius. So, do, have you seen? He's what a genius. He's a, <laughs> oh, let me just say, Elon Musk yeah. is a genius. Yeah, he, he was a species. Now he's the genius. <laughs> he's the genius. <laughs> have you seen? So, did you see what happened recently? Obviously, he's pulled out of uh, buying heard. Twitter. Oh, <laughs> he did pull out of Amber Heard before. Um, so he's pulled out of uh, buying Twitter because he requested that they would give some certain information before the final purchase, and he wanted he wanted to make sure the value of the company was worth it. And the the point was he was asking for the amount of bots that were on uh, Twitter. He figured what they were suggesting were the amount was wrong. So that he asked them, they re- declined to give it. So he's like, well, that's a pretty big <laughs> red yeah. flag that you are there's a lot of people with um fake that accounts. are fake accounts yeah. which then inflates the value of the the company um but not only that that all the people who advertise on there uh, it's suggested that it's up to about 50 percent of people on twitter are bots mm. so advertisers all these sorts of people the are going to be like fabbits. yeah so then obviously the value of the company is not going to be worth they said they're not going to show up but now they have to sue him for pulling out of buying and in that they're going to have to give the number of bots to prove uh, the case yeah in which case he's going to get the information and then go see you were fucking unless they just fu- they fully just fake it now and they cut all their bots get rid of it show, all yeah in any case, he's going to get that information. It's going to devalue the company, and then he probably just swoop in and buy it penny, pennies on the dollar anyway. Mm. So he's going to get the same company he wanted for like Way half cheaper. the price. You think it'd be like for him to discriminate against bots? Like <laughs> of all people, the yeah. the bot. Right? They got feelings too. Yeah. Like, he let was, him have an account. He wants to release all of his fellow people. Oh, but I reckon he bots. should. He should buy it. Scrap all the people, ban everyone, and just, and just have it as just like his bot meme <laughs> Mark platform. Zucker, Mark Zuckerberg's dream. Just, oh. just Republican bots. Oh, he's um, it's it's pretty strange though, I guess. But uh, it's like watching a fucking five D chess game mm. versus checkers. Yeah. yeah, he's just so far ahead of them. Yeah, that he's forcing their hand to do whatever. It's like I don't think some he wants say he's a genius. I don't think he wants them. I think he's just trying to fuck with them. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think. Well, fuck mm. Twitter, man. Even after all the employees come out and like, actually, that's probably Jamal. They're all coming out like going, I can't believe this man is fucking. He makes us work hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's making us like not filter people like mm. and fucking allow proper free speech. Mm. What a, I like, what I a put, piece of shit. I used to have an opinion on these matters, but then... But now you're an artist. I, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is, how does he feel? <laughs> How's he going as a person? How's he going as a person? He's yeah. under a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know? He's sleeping in his office. Um, but I also feel like it's like, well... It's not, that's a that's a rich person problem. Do you mm. know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I, I feel like if he's a genius, like where where <laughs> where are we? We're in Osborne Park. You know, yeah. there's a blanket. You know, we couldn't connect to Google Chrome. Like, <laughs> and we're like, we so what about Elon minutes. Musk? It's like, let's be honest. <laughs> How do we, what are we doing with our lives? Like yeah. that's really yeah. Yeah. what I want to talk about. What we should yeah. So yeah. then Let's I used to ourselves. back in the day really worry about what's happening up above. You know, like mm. oh, is, is Joe Rogan is he going to cancel? But now it's like I don't. I worry about myself because yeah. I can't even get that shit together. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, feel like yeah. there's a step at a time. You just like look up and then you just don't have to worry about yourself. Yeah. But what What was the shift? 
What's what's got what what's COVID the shift? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mental illness. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So what? I think it's a, it's a probably a really good point though. That's where a lot of people should be. I, I think so many people get mentally ill now. I reckon it's gonna it's gonna happen because of COVID. People are gonna get fun because you you're, <laughs> for the listeners. You you were in Sydney, hey, when it was happening. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in Sydney. Yeah, so, so how you, long you copped it? Yeah, I copped it. Yeah, how well, long? You, you guys copped it too. Oh yeah, for a few weeks. Oh, a few weeks. Yeah, we had it for yeah. a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had it for a bit. Yeah. Well, what was, was yours? You? Nine months. Yeah. How long was your lockdown for? I don't even know anymore because I stopped coming out. Like I just stayed in. I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not going. It just kept going in and out and in and out. And then I was just like, I'm just going to stay in and wait for summer. Yeah. And then it came back in summer. And I was like, oh, this is just the worst nightmare. And after everything that's happened now, it's was such a waste. But. It's helped us be introvert. I, I heard on a podcast you were like, I hope I get COVID and die. And yeah. then you got it and didn't die. Yeah. So you, I haven't had it twice now. You've had it twice. Yeah. You look stronger than ever. It's well, <laughs> after the bender on the weekend. <laughs> well, I, I, I definitely had it. Yeah. And I ran 20 kilometers with it. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. you know what, Delby? Yeah. It was fuck all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Oi, boys, I, I can beat you both. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> you have yits. Um, no, uh, what what mental I, illness did you get? Uh, I got a few actually. Yeah, I've been collecting them. No, <laughs> no. I think I always I've always had it. I think a lot of people will probably, especially in comedy, are like oh for sure. There's a lot of being on stage pretending like you don't have it, yeah. and then everyone in the audience going, "That person needs help." <laughs> like do you know, like, and we joke about it, like, "Oh, that's funny." You know, like yeah. you met Wolfie. What is yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? that's his opening line? He goes. I, don't, I look like I need a mental health plan. I'm not okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the green room. I'm like, oh, he's manic. Like yeah. he's, yeah. He's a, and then I was like, oh, I got bipolar. He's like, yeah, I think I got that too. Yeah, <laughs> see. What do you so, think the, the like the, the connection there is? Because it, it does seem- What, with pretty, comedy and- Yeah, comedy and, and like there seems to be a- f- What do you think, A lot so? of mental health. Well, I think you try and like, you know, you go up there, you talk about your problems, people mm. laugh at it. You're like, oh, great. I can just- talk about my problems, people are like, that's a good fix, but it's not a good fix. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just kind of like productizing your own- It's serving your ego, Pain and trauma. I I guess it's like ego. I think it's just like, it's just like, it's putting like a happy band-aid on something that- Well, it's a little, it's a form of self-medication that's not- Kind of exactly, it placates you, but it placates you, but you don't, you don't really kind of improve because you kind of think, well, you know, you think people laughing at your problems is helping, but mm. really, you don't really change your material. You just keep saying the same thing. I feel like you're telling yourself yeah. that you're not well. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, if I get better, am I going to be funny? Yeah. So, well, Wolfie used to say- And the answer is no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's why I quit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wolfie um, said that when he would tell his problems on stage- it meant that he wasn't crazy because if people are laughing, yeah, they must mm. have the same experience. No, it still means so. he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah, it validates his feelings. He was suggesting that, like, if they felt the same about what he was jesting about, yeah, it yeah. validated the fact that oh, I'm not, I'm not weird. I'm yeah, not but if you go on the stage that. and hit yourself in the head with a hammer, <laughs> and people are laughing, you're like, well, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. I'm hitting yeah. myself oh, in the head with a Dan, hammer. Yeah, Dan McGarris, Steve O. Jackass. Yeah. Very successful. Very successful. <laughs> <laughs> All have brain damage yeah. or dead. Yeah. Yeah, Bam's. Um, Bam's. Bam's not in a good- not But he's not taking responsibility for any of his is actions. He, is he- So that- Was he like sort of kicked off the, the team? Yeah. Because of alcoholism or- Well, massive drug abuse. Drug abuse and then which fueled his um, mental illness. But also he's blaming everyone else. He's not- 
taking mm. responsibility for anything mm. and he's saying, oh, it's their fault. Yeah. I feel uh, like uh, he, he's got, he had so much validation for just doing whatever he wanted and mm, being loose yeah. unit. That's like, how do you, it's hard to like go back. Cause it's almost like a character in the end. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like mm. if people are cheering you on for being this thing, yeah. then like, uh, that's why I think the problem with like promoting this kind of wildness mm. is that like, when you go, oh, I'm not going to be, I'm going to try and get my stuff together. Everyone's doesn't be like, everyone's like, Go, go, go. You keep getting pressured into mm. being that thing, you know? Steve-O's done well to to quit everything, go sober and pick his spots. And just live in a caravan. Well, nah, just like- He's, he's good. Oh, yeah. he's, he's more chill now, yeah. Yeah, yeah his caravan's fucking awesome as yeah. well. Have you seen that thing he travels around in? Yeah, he does the potty in there. So yeah. cool, man. It's but he's like, he's, he's, he's got it, man. He, he can still do his crazy shit, but he doesn't do it. For the, the wrong dr- reasons. Yeah, now. he doesn't do the drugs and yeah. the, he's sober, hey? Can yeah. Completely sober? Yeah, and a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, right. um, we kind of glossed over. You just said that you got diagnosed with bipolar. I did, yeah. So, how's that? How's that affected things? Is it, <laughs> did you feel like it's a breakthrough? Did it make sense or? I was, it took about a, like six months because I didn't, I kind of was in denial about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, at some point when everybody in your life is telling you that you have it, why? Why were they saying that? What was? What was some indicators? Yeah, for what you? were the symptoms? Oh, I, I had like so. I had. I've always been like I'd get depressed, mm-hmm. and I, but a lot of the times it got like masked by touring. So like, yeah. okay, so bipolar is like you get manic. You there's different types, but the one I have is you can get you get like manic episodes and then depressive episodes. Mm. And my manic episodes have never been around comedy in Australia, so no one's really seen it. And <laughs> what, so, did you, what were you doing? Oh, I just <laughs> we get into it. But <laughs> it's, it, it's like uh, you, you, it's like you get your your mind works so fast, yeah, and you have no fear, Whoa. and so like, and you don't really sleep, and yeah. it can last for months. So wow. you can get so much done. So a lot of it is like I get depressed for so long, and it usually is after touring. That's why I do so many shows because it yeah. like stimulates me. Yeah, and then after a tour, I'll crash out for a couple of months, and then that would be my year. So I feel like stand up kind of masks the bipolar because like you think of like a gig, like it's like an adrenaline rush and then afterwards you crash, yep. and you're a bit tired the next day. Mm. And so I think like I didn't realise I had it because I just thought, oh, that's what it's like to be exhausted from stand up or mm. like G'd up from stand up mm. like while you're on stage. And then festivals doing like six shows a day and you're getting kind of manic running on adrenaline. You're just like, oh, that's the life. Yeah. But then when I stopped doing stand up and I quit, then I got, then the manic episode came on because I think I wasn't self-regulating my adrenaline. Yeah. So I was trying to find things that would stimulate me. So I just was like not sleeping and just painting nonstop and like yeah. listening to like techno <laughs> way too loud. <laughs> and then just like calling people on the phone. I was like calling up just like, just like ridiculous shit. I caught up like space. I caught up SpaceX. Like uh, it just got so- Is like, that got, Elon's company? Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, I wanted to speak to Elon. Like I really- <laughs> What did they say? I, th- I thought I invented a telephone. Like, I w- it went so manic that, like, I- Hang on, you can't just brush over something. I mean, it's all right, right, I just about it. We're going to have to go slow through this because I haven't even spoken to this shit about to my therapist. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So, be- best, best place best, to discuss. Okay, we'll go, I'll explain very- We'll go slowly you, get into it. We're gonna whatever have you want to do, right? Because it's going to be hard for me to even remember. I've only yeah. got, like, snippets. <clears throat> so, at first, you like- You know when you, like, haven't slept in days- you don't have the best memory of what's yeah. going on. So, but when your mind's working really quick, you can like have these like logic jumps. So you can like think 10 steps ahead and like eight of those logic steps are good, but then the first one is wrong. Uh, so the whole thing is wrong, but like you just convince you are, but you also convince everybody around you 
as well because they're just like, wait, he seems like it. Like, he I knows what he's doing. He's confident. I, I called up a hedge fund and asked for $50,000 in New York in a beret, smoking cigarettes from my shirt, <laughs> like, I'm done, like, on Zoom. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what I was – I was like – I, like, invented this, like, weird bidding system because I studied math. So, like, I built this algorithm that allows you to, like – essentially reward the person for coming second in the bidding system. So that means that everybody wants to come second. So it just keeps self-generating. So it actually, you don't want to win. Like if you win the the auction, you lose. Is this a thing that you made? Yeah, no, if no, you no. win, you lose. You win, second. you lose. But oh, if you come second, like, you get yeah, there's okay. a prize pool that goes down. So you want to, you want to bid so that someone else bids ahead. And mm. then it creates like what I thought was an infinite loop of bidding system. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, if, the way you explain it, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's that makes sense. So I got some like mathematicians and like chess champions to like put it together with me, and I started like I just started calling hedge funds, and I got meetings, and then I was like, oh, I'm like five hundred thousand dollars, just like I was like, blah, blah, blah. and they were like, we have no idea what you're talking about, but we love your energy. <laughs> so I was like, I'll give you fifty thousand, and I was like, nah, and then I just like. Hang up. I was like, oh, no, I'm not interested. Just like, oh, just that's reckless. A, mate, just, that's like beautiful mind, but like kind of almost more effective. If you could do that with gambling, I'm in. Oh yeah, but it is gambling because you just leverage and leverage and leverage and leverage because you just like, you have no fear. You just get, you're like, I just have to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah. then, but when it falls down, it's like catastrophic. Yeah. Like I was like, so like when I went down, like, and it's scary because you know when you're manic, that you're manic and you want it, you know if it ends, the longer you're in it, the worse the down is going to be. So yep. you're like, become scared of it. Yeah. And then you just start creating your narrative. You're like, no, no, it's good that I'm in here. And you just want to get something out of it. Cause I feel like when you have bipolar, the depression is like, you can't get stuff done, Yep. you know? And then you feel inside, like you have all these ideas, but you just can't get them out. And during the manic, it just comes out. So you want to get a lot of real world kind of uh, traction so that when you do crash out, you're kind of covered. Yeah. But then eventually it just comes. Leverage like, is Wolfie's favorite word as well. So this is making sense. We had a very, very good chat about this. Yeah. Because um, something that you mentioned just then, how the fuck do you know mathematicians and chess champions? Oh. Like you were just like, yeah, I spoke to some chess champions and mathematicians and we made an algorithm. Well, I, st I, studied, I studied maths and uh, I used to play this game called Magic the Gathering, which oh, is yeah. like- That's a card game? It's a card yeah. game. But I used to be ranked number one in Australia. Really? Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was really good at it. I made a bunch of money when I was young. I stopped when I was like 17, but then um, I put up a post on like, that like I haven't played in like 15 years. And I essentially, I was, I was so manic and I just put up this like huge post on the Magic the Gathering like Facebook page. Yeah. Because apparently it's huge now. Like, yeah, it's yeah, massive. Loads of people Kids playing. But, but I played back in like 2000 and Before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and it was like, what? it was big, but it wasn't like that big. Yeah. And I essentially was like, I want to play like one last game, but like with all the best people from the 2001. I like, are they still around? I was like, I was number one. Like I do this. I don't want to play with anyone today. I want to yeah. play with these. And they're all like professional um, chess players, poker players. One of them owns all of the good game stores in Australia. We aiming to come second. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let me know this bidding system. Wow. And I was like, it was like a $10,000 buy-in. And then I played, cause I was good. So I was like, I reckon I could train up and, but yeah. I also thought it'd be amazing just to get everyone together. And yeah, then yeah. people messaged me like, oh, we'll film that. Like we'll do all this. And then I just started speaking to some of them. And anyway, my conversation went on for a while with this guy. I can't say who yeah. it was because he's very high up in the, the government, but yeah. he does like a lot of um, 
No, I won't say. But yeah, yeah. So it all just kind of Redacted. came out of that. Yeah, I just was recklessly calling people that I didn't Did know you invent- and having great chats with them, and then eventually just That's- going, "Let's do this," and they're like, "This sounds fun." It sounds like a good superpower if you can control it, man. No, I just go slow now. Yeah, that's why. I was, hopefully, I just because if you've got slow. the brains and the the wit to be able to network and workshop like that, and get people to agree, if you could have a, a an idea that's like solid in the foundation, that sounds like a great base. I mean, if you can harness, if you can harness, I've always felt I've had it, but I've it's always come crumbling down. Mm. So, like now, I've kind of like checked out of the ego of being thinking I can make anything, and just like now I just make art because I'm like. Uh, and then yeah. I'm just like, at uh, least it's like not, you know, not trying to say, I'm not trying, to, I don't want to have an opinion on big things anymore because I'm, or, or trying to be like complicated. I'm just like, I'm an idiot. So comedy's good because yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. And painting's great because you're an idiot. Like, yeah. you, like, also, it's so funny to show someone a painting. Like, yeah. that's so embarrassing. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's such an embarrassing thing to yeah. do. Like, you're like a white person being like, ugh. Like, it's such yeah. a, yeah. I am like a first world problem. And that's what I like now. It's not trying to pretend to be. Something, Anything yeah. other than like a mentally ill artist and a comedian that's just making fun of themselves Perfect. and everyone else in the room. What um what was I going to say? Did you that ten grand buy in? Sorry, that stuck. Did you say that? Yeah. Did you, were you like, is ten grand? Yeah, yeah. Do it? Well, the 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 cards we were going to play with were from like a very old set. That to get that would be about. Uh, yeah, it would cost about $10,000. Because the cards are expensive now, eh? It's kind of like Pokemon cards. You can get some hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expensive. But it would be like an unopened pack, so there's not a lot of them from back. And that was the that was a period that I was like number one. So that – because so they, they, they get they bring out new sets of cards. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that set of cards, which is like maybe like 800, was like – that was the period where I was winning tournaments. Right. So I was like the best at that time. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to play. Like, this is the only period I can play. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I don't want to learn the new rules. But I was like, I reckon I can. And people haven't played that in 15 years. So I was like, I don't think I've lost my advantage. Yeah. Mm. It's like someone playing Donkey Kong from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When you were uh, good at Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, it is, why would you need an unopened pack? Is there an element of luck or like. Oh, uh, yeah, that it? was, it was called like draft. You'd each have three unopened packs of 15 cards and you sit around eight people around a table and you take one card. And then you pass it to your right and then someone else would take a card and you slowly take out one card. So you can start to figure out what other people are playing and you have to build a deck based on kind of figuring out what everyone else is picking. Right. Because you didn't, you could see which cards were missing. Like you'd have to card count and then there's different colors. So you've got to do like maybe a deck with only two colors. Yeah. And so you can see which colors are being taken. And because you know all the cards, you can kind of start to build strategies. So you kind of build a strategy before the rounds even finish and then you play each other and ah, then go from there. That's sounds like awesome. You, I love that. It, it sounds it's like a cross you really between enjoy it back, and gammon, it. backgammon, bridge and poker. Like that yeah. at its fundamental, if you get rid of all the dragons and stuff, which I didn't like anyway, but like the actual mechanisms is like. So if you, if you liked it so much, why did you stop? Oh, my parents said that, that it's embarrassing and that you should, you should <laughs> was go. It, was it literally so you, an so ego? you did comedy instead? No, I did maths and no. engineering. Was it an, oh, was it an ego thing? Like uh, you don't you, you felt like it was embarrassing? Because yeah. it sounds like- Yeah, it re- was embarrassing. When I was playing, when I was like 16, I was dating this girl. She was like a model. And I, like, I was like so stoked because she was so attractive and like so lovely. And then I would go and hang out with her on Saturday night and then- I'd stay at her house and in the morning I'd be like, oh, I got like a like a family breakfast and yeah, I'd, at 7am okay. I would like drive out an hour away to play this tournament with a bunch of like 40-year-old lawyers and 
psychologists and mathematicians, and I would table talk the shit out of them. I would because I was so young. You, I got to be the little shit. I'd be like, "This is so embarrassing. Like you're losing to a second. <laughs> <laughs> I go to school, man. Like you've done this for ten years. I only started playing the other day, and then I'd be and they they're so angry and they want to yell at you and they'll call the judge over and they're like, "Oh, he's cheating," and I was like, "Look at yourself. Like you're calling me out for cheating. Like you just accept that you're gonna lose." And they would get so angry. And then I'd used to like hover my hand over because I used to pretend I couldn't play, and then so I'd be like. So they'd try and read what I was doing. So I could bluff really easily because they expect me to be bad at the game. Right. Yeah. I fucking love this, man. It's so it cool. sounds like you really enjoy it and I think uh, you should start playing again. <laughs> I reckon you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking I like anything where you require strategy and a little bit of nous. Yeah, but you would you turn it into an addiction. Like fucking gambling. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I think all yeah. those things are addictions. <laughs> you you've got an addictive mindset. Like a personality. It I think. If I'm good at something, I'm, yeah, I get addicted. And you'll to be it. like, I want it. But I, I can see how you like strategies. I love strategy, <clears throat> figuring shit out. I think everything just takes too much time now. Like the more people that do something, eventually it just becomes like like time put in. Yeah, and then like just edging, like just getting small percentages. And I, and I think that game blew up so big that the amount of time to be like a champion now is like that's your entire life yeah. all the time. So yeah, okay. Anything that you can do online is like. It's really hard, I think. Yeah, because there's more competition. Because there's so many people. Do, it's a global yeah. thing then, yeah. But then theoretically you could make more from it if you're the best at it. That's true. But then if you're like the 100th best, it's <laughs> like it kind of so, so in these manic episodes- Big big fish, little pond. Yeah. Like living it. in Perth. Yeah. <laughs> it's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move here so badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, do it. I would move here and I really am I am thinking about it. Really? I love Perth. For the lifestyle. I keep coming back here and people, you know, on the East Coast, people people don't think anything of Perth, but over here people don't think anything of East. East, And the thing is I like Perth more. Like I really do. Yeah. I I feel comfortable, the energy's nice. In Mm. Sydney, I'm just like, I don't even know what people are doing. Like I hope people in Sydney hear this. Like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) It's so expensive and people can be so like I'm important, but you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what is going on? Is it much more hectic? It's it's kind of like hectic for no reason at all. Mm. Just because of sheer numbers, maybe. Well, in my head, I I look at Sydney, and I literally thought about this the other day, only specifically because it came up with the Dusty Martin going to Sydney, Mm. and I was like, I wonder if I could go live in Sydney or somewhere like that. And I was like, I could not do it. I couldn't live in Melbourne. I couldn't live over there. And then why well, I didn't know whether it's because I didn't like the idea of living there or the fact that I love Perth so much. Yeah, I, I don't know it. what that is. Or you just, I you love just Perth create that much. You think it just, cre- you create your own home and you, you nestle in there. I think, I mean, for, for your mental health, having a good network around you and mm. where you feel comfortable. Mm. I just yeah, don't yeah, see the, so yeah. important. I just yeah. don't see the appeal of Sydney or, or Melbourne or like the East, uh, maybe Gold Coast and like, Queensland, a big, I guess I'm I could sunny live, beaches. I think I could live anywhere if I had a, a, a group of like five to ten good mates that we were always able to do stuff together with. Yeah. If I feel isolated on my own, I couldn't do it. Now, that's why I get homesick when I travel without anyone. Because the, the, the idea in my head is the only reason I would ever think of moving eastern states would be for opportunity. And then, yeah. but if I was going to look for opportunity, I'd probably go somewhere. Well, I think it, now epic, the world's like, so connected. I'd go to New York, mm. LA, that sort of. The genre. world's so connected, you can do almost anything from anywhere. Yeah. Right? Like, I, except, I mean, comedy, <laughs> sure, like, you could be the big fish in a small pond, like, be mm. good at Perth, stay in Perth. Mm. Um, and you'd go over there and gig. But, I mean, you can almost do anything. 
Yeah, they, but they come back. Like Wolfie came back. Yeah. Well, specifically, and you know he came back just for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you were talking in that specific area, comedy, acting, movies, that entertainment industry, we're getting the biggest uh, studio in a, oh, in the southern hemisphere. Are we though? Yeah, it's been built. Yeah, because they've changed mine like two or three times where, now. Where's it been built? Is near, it down near Frio, but Frio, I don't know, Como it is. sort of area. Yeah, well, like a film mind. studio. It's just been delayed only, as in the. Because of materials and stuff like that. That's the yeah. issue. Are, are you sure? We yeah. might have to fact check because I saw a big thing saying that. But they, they just canned they it? Canned it. Because of, because of what? I don't know. They couldn't work it out. It was because our be borders were closed. Non profitable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, but again, if that's still on the border or the, yeah. on, on an idea, if you're in that sort of genre, yeah. I don't think it's a, an issue with Perth. And you, you'd stay fine. here because there's a giant movie studio. That's well, he if, wants if, to make movies. Do you want to make movies? I'm just That's using that yeah. specific example. But is that, that true? You want to make movies? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. What kind of movies do you want to make? Uh, this is this is what I've been questioning recently. Going down a similar path to you, like I was wondering whether or not this is all ego serving, and right. whether or not I could just be happy just walking around the lake with my daughter and dog and living out a good life just with a normal job. Because I did all this for that. I, I left my, I quit my job. Yeah. I, I started a podcast. I fucking created a media company, all for this idea of the fact that I want to make movies. And I've over the last six months, and Delby's helped me work out. I do still want to do it. I want to do it for the creativeness, the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> it is very ego serving. So I'm starting to. What do you mean? What do you mean ego serving? I think, and I think I had more of an idea of I want to be someone. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I think that was more that of people, that, that like, people respect as that something. Now I want to make like a Michael Bay, which is why the the short film excited me so much. Mm. Not for being someone because it would have been a creative outlet that no one would have given a fuck about that I could have shown you know thirty or forty friends. Oh, but yeah. it was the creative experience of creating a short film, yeah. and that excited me more than actually it being a success. I started to realize this this short film that I want to film that I've come up with the idea, help Delby helped me last week realise it, um, <clears throat> we'll go nowhere. We'll go absolutely nowhere. But the whole idea of the creative process. Could go to Cairns. Uh, how do you say it? Cairns? Yeah, but Cairns? that's Cairns? – okay, okay, it could, but yeah. that doesn't excite me at all. That's yeah. not – the whole idea of the creative process was what was exciting. So that yeah. sort of validated yeah, yeah. the actual the actual creative process of creating a film <coughs> and movie making is exciting to me. Yeah. But definitely early on. Owning my own business, getting out of the rat race, having financial freedom—all of that was all about ego and and trying to be someone. I mm. I, I can yeah, feel yeah. that that, my, might, that was yeah. my initial. Well, I always thought I wanted to be an actor. <clears throat> yeah, and this is before I did stand up, mm. so that's why I moved to Vancouver mm-hmm. to try and start acting. And I did uh, extras work, and you hated it. And I fucking realized I'm like the only reason I want to be an actor is because of the fame and the notoriety that comes with it. I want to be able to go into clubs, pull chicks, da, da, da. And I was like, that's not fucking, mm. I don't really want this because then when some shit happened in van and I was on my own and no mates around, no family, mm. I just wanted to be with my family and friends mm. and that was the most important thing in the world. Do- and I was like, I don't even fucking really want this. And after experiencing what it was like on set, like it was so fucking boring. I was like, I just want to be home and be around my fucking family and friends that I love and just be in Perth and, and do what I love. So, But then I did stand up and I was like, this is the itch that I needed to be scratching. Again, is, is the, is the, is the uh, stand-up an ego thing for you as well? 100%. But so, I love it as well. Yeah, you enjoy it, of yeah. course. So it's Anything, the creative. If you want to know if it's ego or not, have a wank. 
<laughs> yeah. And after you have a wank, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you still want to do it, yeah, then it takes away it takes away all your testosterone, everything that wants to be like I'm the man. Mm. And so before I went on stage, I just jerked off in the green room. Were you, were you listening <laughs> nah, to nah. your set? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I had hard yarns going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. I, I, it's interesting. Like I think like. I, like my idea would be can be completely anonymous. Like I, I, I don't like in the same in stand up. Like I just want to. Ha- I'd love a way to have like just not be seen. Do, like even my art. Like I, it's I. It was so hard for me to attach myself to this. This is kind of like also why I came back out because I'm like I do need to make money and I, I refuse to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many silver spoons in this mouth. Yeah, and so I was like, I'm like. It, it feels like that, like the effort for me is not m- making the art. It's, um, it's like having to go out and show it to people yeah. like that. That's the hard thing. And I don't, I'm, it, it takes a lot out of me to do that. Like it takes a lot out of me to do stand up. Yeah. Like, and that's why I started doing it again is because if you don't do those things, like you're not out in the world, just accepting that there is like this, you know, people are going to appreciate it, enjoy it. It's like you, the isolation path is you, you get very comfortable in the isolation and then you have trouble kind of everything, everything is stressful, you know, but like when it comes to like making art, like I just do it like 18 hours a day all day and just churn out as much as I can and not worry about one, what people think. And secondly, what I am and how it's going to be perceived. Cause I think once you start bringing those things out, you like miss a lot of like mistakes you can make or you can find new paths that you can go down. Like you're just being creative. Right. Mm. Yeah. And like, I think it being creative at the, at it's like hard is like, you can't like do something creative and intelligent and brilliant. Like you have no control over that. Yeah. Eventually in your life that may happen. Yeah. But like to try and engineer it and, and then also like how people will perceive that. Yeah. Like a lot of people try and make things that are they think is creative and intelligent and people just think that's just stupid and yeah. it's dumb. Mm. You know? And like Or the so other way around. They'll make something they think stupid and dumb, dumb and other people go, Oh my god, that's so So yeah. get out so of it. What like, does it mean? He's like, nothing to do with on you. a piece of paper. Mm. Yeah. I mean, all you can do is just something that is is you I mean, is you like you can do other things, but like I like to involve the like I feel like it's like especially like painting, like this is my I'm like it's a documentation of physical movement and your own perception of the delusion of reality, which sounds so wanky. But like, I'm just like, I don't want to get in the way of what this is. Like, mm. I'll just do it. And then I know like all your trauma is like stored in your body, the way that you think, like the way that you move, you can't hide that. And you can see someone on stage, mm-hmm. you can feel more about them than they even realize sometimes. And yeah. I think painting's the same. It's like, you can tell when someone's trying to do something yeah. or they're trying to show something that isn't there. But you can also just imbue every movement with the brush with you. And the way to do that is just to not get in your own way and it just comes out flaws, imperfections, like hopes and desires, what you want this thing to be, like the mistakes, like all those things. Because that is almost like your signature in yeah. a way. And that's why I think of paintings, like every painting is a signature where you're just like, fuck, that's me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if it sounds good. like you need to be in a flow state for that as well because meditation, you want to get everything out of the way. Yeah. And doing what you just said is just letting you come through and fucking off the noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just letting it go. Otherwise, if you're going, oh, I need to fucking, I need this to be green to represent the grass and I need this to be yellow to represent trauma, don't I? If you just fucking be present and do it, yeah, it sounds like yeah, it's kind of like stand up. It's like mm. when you get in the flow state, you just yeah, that's good. But right like, there. you got to do the preparation. Yeah, like you can't just go up there and be like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can, but yeah. like, it you, won't be great. It's hard to recreate <laughs> that. Then you're inconsistent. But like, I feel like that with painting is just like 
you know, you keep trying to learn, you know, you learn theory, learn techniques, but then when it comes to actually doing it, I just think like just high amount of reps, just quick, fast. It's good to, I think when you deliberate over something for a long time, mm. you end up ruining it, you know, because, you know, I, I don't think any painting is, is finished. Like it's just kind of like where you chose to stop, you know, mm. you know what I mean? And also it's fine. Like I think I like leaving some things unfinished sometimes because it's almost like a marker to, to be like, I'm not ready to finish this. This is not yeah. what I want to do with this or where I want it to go. I'm not. Now yeah. was, um, you just said you do 18 hours a day. Is that manic or is that chosen? Both. Yeah. I mean, like initially I wasn't manic and then, then towards the end of the lockdown, I did get manic for like two, three months. Yeah. And then I started painting less and less during that time. Oh, and I started, you would have done like more. No, I was painting more yeah. before, but I mean, I still painted. I just didn't paint as much because yeah. then the flurry of activities. When you're manic, you, just, you don't just do one thing. You end up just doing like 10 things at once. I've got ADHD. Sounds very similar. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. don't have the crash after. Oh yeah, but that's yeah, you're just you're, consistent. You're, you're, I'm just always, <laughs> just always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no like down. I'm like, all like, right. Like last yeah, week, yeah. we bought a um a couple of <laughs> outfits for skits, yeah. and then Delby come up with about 13 fucking ideas when it was for one skit, and then it we end up like not we got one little sort of half preview done. Yeah. Now we've got like 14 fucking ways we can go with these one skits, but yeah. his brain just goes bang 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 yeah, bang yeah, bang yeah. bang. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a superpower though. You can. Like harness, harness it. it and no, use it you're right. I, I agree. Yeah. I think like ADHD is yeah, yeah is a super. My my partner has ADHD, like yeah. like very severe, but she's like an absolute weapon at yeah, like yeah. creativity, getting things done. Yeah, like she can she, video editor, yeah. uh, she produces film, uh, producer. She paints. Yeah, she sick. sings. And like she'll do. All those things in a day. Yeah. Just all day. She'll yeah. just do like three hours and one, four hours and another, eight hours and one. And she can just like multitask. Yeah. And that serves her ADHD well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do it 15 minutes, 15, 15. Yeah. Oh, you got 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. It's unless I have my Dexies, then I'm like, right, I can sit, bang, smash this out. Yeah. Otherwise, I very yeah. much like, I'll start something. 10 <laughs> he'll, 15, start, and I'll he'll start something, he'll come up with a fucking awesome idea and be like, right, sick, let's let's work on this and craft it. And you'll go, oh, we can go there. <laughs> or, or how about this? Or we could do this thing. thing. And I'm like, whoa, that first one was sick. Let's just focus on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so. like, um, yeah, is, is it similar? Like, so I think it's like a superpower for Delby, especially with your rapping. I think it's like yeah. really good with that, how quick that's your where brain you're works. Think 10 bars ahead. Yeah. Um, is it the same with Manic? Can you harness it? Sounds like no. Or I, I think you, you can't. You, the harnessing is difficult because it's like there is a period where it's like the like the golden period where you're just like mm. you're not delusional, mm. like you're still just thinking really clearly. But then when it gets delusional, it's just hard to stop it. And then it's like it can undo everything that it tarnishes and undoes everything. Because mm. essentially, like if you have a project and then the person leading that project eventually goes crazy. Mm. It's going to ruin the project. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like all these things that started and then you've got, you you keep taking more and more responsibility on, like you're just doing so many different things and it involves people that eventually when you run out of energy, like they all kind of, kind of, so suddenly everything that you've pushed out into the world just comes crashing yeah. back on you. So you feel very overwhelmed. Like Atlas holding up the world on your shoulders. Kind of, yeah. Because you're pushing against reality in a way. You yeah. know, you're going, I'm going to do this and people are like, that can't be done. And you're like, well, I'm going to do it. And then you start doing, they're like, oh my God, he's doing it. Mm. And then they're like, they're kind of just like, 
wow, I think they're going to pull it off. And then so you feel that pressure. And then mm. when you go down, you're kind of like, they're like, yeah. And so how do you <clears throat> deal with that? Is yeah. that do you, is there substance? Is there, but is like, do you, do you, without, and this is the bad way, do you oh, turn I take, to substance? I take like medication now. So Beforehand you, yeah. though, you, well, you had a show called Alcohol is Good, good for, for You. Oh, before. Yeah, would yeah, you yeah. drink? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, I would drink. I would drink yeah. and uh, that was like, in the last couple of years, I didn't have such a problem. Like I've never had like a real problem with alcohol. I think it was just more from like yeah, comedy. It's good for you. It's good yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll promote yeah. it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But like drugs haven't ever been like an issue. It's just more like, um, it's just like I drank a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Dexies is a big thing in Perth. It's not a thing in Sydney. Yeah, I wish I had ADHD. I think I might. I'd be good, but yeah. I've tried Dexies and they don't really. I don't. I can't function on them okay. in a way that I find helpful. So, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I think for me, it's like slowing the brain has been helpful. So, have you? What about physical activity, meditation? Tried any of that? Yep. And helpful or not? I used to do a lot of it when I was younger yeah. and uh, it pushed me into a manic state. What do you mean? Well, like, I was just like eight hours a day, every day for a year. and then you jacked as fuck? Actually, you know, I think of it, I didn't even realise this, but I, I think I ended up inducing a manic state when I was 23 and I didn't even realise till right now from that, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Because of, uh, like, you used exercise and meditation that you sort of just dove head, head first in and did wow, too much. Wow, I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, because I only thought I had two manic episodes that were real bad, but I think that was a really bad one as well. So what did, I what, forgot about what, that. What were you doing, if you don't mind? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, when I was 23, I was like, uh, I didn't know what to do in my life. So I thought, oh, it'd be interesting. Like, I thought enlightenment was an interesting concept mm-hmm. as a as a thing. I did, I wanted to understand what it was like, Actually, I think there's some Buddhas that were trying to do that. I think they were trying to do that. But people still try and do people still try and do that. Yeah, yeah. So I was just interested in that. And then so I went to like New Zealand because I didn't know anyone there and I thought it'd be nice to just get a house and just do that for a year. And um So you I read actively a lot of isolated yourself. I isolated myself and you, then just learnt meditation techniques. You know how we were talking about how med- like your um, imagination can make things bigger and worse. I picture this beautiful cottage in the mountains like of New Zealand. No, no, but no, was no. it just like the suburbs of yeah, fucking yeah. Auckland? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was the suburbs of Wellington. But I mean, it was very like, it was right on the botanical gardens. So I used to just like do okay. be around the botanical gardens. But I did like quite an aggressive meditation of like, so- uh, An aggressive meditation. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can aggressively meditate. I yeah. mean, like if you think about it, like trying to strip ego back, yeah. like, you, you know, it's it is if it's something to be shared- like the attachment of it, like you can try and aggressively shed attachment, but yeah. it's, I guess the militantness of it is also in a way like an attachment. So, I mean, I was very young and naive and uh, probably completely delusional, but then the, the, you know, if you're just met, if you're in a, if you're like trying to hold a meditative state while mm. talking to people and that's all you do and you've never done that before, like any kind of shift in personality within a year that comes from that is is going to be like catastrophic. So you try you, to maintain a meditative state whilst in conversation with people. And I had I, I got to a point where I had no idea what they were saying. I just was like, why are they why why would they say like? I just I kept being like why, and then I just started. I mean, it got to a point that I just like. I felt like I was seeing like people's energy and wow, yeah, it was very strange. Maybe like, you were. Someone said hello and I was like, all I could feel was like their intention. Like I started not hearing words, but just intentions of people. And I found it very confronting and confusing. <laughs> were you accurate or was this delusional? I have no idea. I don't know. No. I got scared and I, I moved back to Sydney. Like, and I was like, I just got to not do any of this again. Like wow. I, feel, I felt like I had to go live in the, like 
alone in the forest. So you you were either one successful in your yeah. attempts to try and re- reach that enlightenment, or yeah. you know working towards a path, or, or you'd put yourself delusional. into a delusional state. Yeah. The only the only thing that kind of angered me was there was this one guy. Uh, his name was Benno Blaschke. I can't remember his surname. Blaschke, I think so. He was like uh, twenty three. He was some same age, and he was a student at the university and I was at the university doing like a part-time and he- Maths? Uh, no, I was doing uh, philosophy of religion. Oh, wow. And um, psychology at that time. And he, within, he, he thought he was enlightened. If you think you're enlightened, you're not. You're not. But then, no, no, no. But this is what's crazy is that like, I didn't believe he was, but then the more I got to know him, the more I was like, I think he might be. This, this, he, this is my case, okay? Yeah. He finished his undergrad in two years. It's a three-year course. He did his master's in six months. And the first essay he wrote, he was Austrian. And he, he the first essay he wrote in Buddhism was a 30,000-word essay for a 2,000-word limit. So he failed. On, <laughs> Buddhi- on the, the experience of enlightenment. And that professor was uh, a Harvard professor of Buddhology, said it was the best essay he's ever read on the topic. This guy started teaching at the university within two and a half years. Like he's an undergrad that's just gone to his master's. And I would go to the class with him. And when he was in the class and the teacher would talk, he would... The teacher would look at him for and, approval. And he'd nod. Like it was crazy. Like so he's either in line. He was or a so aggressive. He a was. Like, I think he was like savant. He, like and he his goal was trying to bridge the gap between like like uh, the kind of philosophy of enlightenment and then science. He says that's mm. like the the issue is that these kind of schools of thought never really get brought together. So he was trying to kind of bring these things together. Yeah. But he taught me a lot of like meditation techniques because I was like I want the hard stuff like how do we mm. do this fast and he's like it's super dangerous and he, his experience was that when he had that it was it's not a positive experience it's like you go into a catatonic state where your mind just stops moving mm. and he had they took him to hospital for like three days and just lay there and his mind wouldn't move like he was experiencing but he wasn't couldn't like thoughts weren't passing like so he's catatonic he's catatonic and then it slowly started up again, like an engine starting up again, and then did he tell you this or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, proof, proof that no, no, I don't. Mm. So I don't know. No, I mean, like him, because he could just be the biggest bullshit artist of all time. He could be, and I've tried to contact him since, and he's never written back to me. Oh, that would be so interesting. Yeah, because like I'd love to see the brain scans because I've seen the brain scans of Buddhists meditating. Yeah, and it's it's insane. It's like actual it's similar, science, which it's similar to psychedelics. Yeah, they're very similar activations. Yeah, well, that's the and that's, that's what Stephen. That's the shortcut. Well, that's yeah. what Stephen Bright was talking about. We had Doctor yeah. Stephen Bright. We're talking about um, about three or four episodes ago, and he was talking about psychedelics. One of the biggest. I think he's. We didn't realize this. He's the foremost expert in Australia on the subject. In the whole of Australia. In the whole of Australia. Oh, he's a re- fucking legend. As so well. I didn't. I didn't really always considered one of the foremost yeah. experts. Anyway, and um, yeah, he was talking about the fact that. Um, people on psychedelics, their brain scans were mimicking almost very similarly to uh, like what did he? I think he said the um, the high performing monks who who are experts in meditation. So he goes, you can either do all the work, or you can just take a helicopter straight up. Yeah, yeah. but the, oh, that's exactly that's what my that's what I've taken away from all of that is yeah. there's like there's shortcuts. But it's really hard to build the bridge. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and so you can kind of like bypass all these things and like get you can get to these states, but you can't 
you, you need that thing to like take yeah, you there. You don't know the track to get and there. And kind of like slow levels of meditation allows you to kind of like scale up and down. And, yeah. and that's kind of like what it's been like for me getting the diagnosis of bipolar and being on medication is like I could still access states that I need, but I just like now I can kind of like go up and down mm. rather than like and then yeah. just like staying up here mm. and then getting stuck down here and like. Yeah. And you, you raised this last time and said, you know, <clears throat> what's right and what's wrong. But I feel like sometimes I guess the, the long journey to get to those paths is always the, the more rewarding one instead of taking the shortcut because of the lessons that you learn. But you did say, mm. and I do <clears throat> acknowledge that point, that, the, you know, who's to say what's right and wrong? Yeah. Why I isn't mean, the shortcut the, the better way? I think that's because we've got so much, um, so much hero stories about people that have ground away and worked so hard. So human culture is just, you know, mm. lit- littered with examples of people that have worked hard and, and got to where they are. You think about so that anything, take a shortcut. Well, if you think about anything that you work extremely hard for, the reward at the end of it, the, the satisfaction. But then again, is that ego serving? Why not? Yeah, yeah. it could be right. Maybe the shortcut could be. Because if you have magic mushrooms and have a breakthrough... Yeah, uh, or you took two years and you still get that same breakthrough. It's the same. It's the same breakthrough. Mm. So one's just, you know, one was quicker. That's Doesn't true. Yeah, but I would also say it's like a tree and its roots, right? Like the tree takes time. That's a universal law. Time is always the necessary substitute for the growth to be as strong as possible. Yeah, like you can reach the height of the tree, but then you don't have the the, the system grounding. that keeps you there. Yeah, and allows you to stand there. Can yeah. I just ask? Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, that was cool. God. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it was good shared experience. <laughs> oh my lord! Just checking. That was Buddha, Buddha Jamal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a clip. Yeah, <laughs> that's a clip. That's because we won't be able to see yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. The um, that's why we gave him a mic that year. I'm, I'm big on um universe doing its thing i uh i just by chance yesterday i watched a clip um it was a guy talking about uh, i think his name was um silver the silver technique jose silver it might have been he was a he worked on radio frequencies mm-hmm. in the army and his job was to fix like radios mm. and he had uh his kids that were struggling at school and he wanted to figure out why and he knew that um if you re- reduce the resistance of a radio then the parts work better so he tried to do that with his kids, figure out how he could reduce their mental resistance. Mm-hmm. And they started answering questions before he would ask it. Wow. So that thing that you just said about <laughs> you could feel the intention. Yeah. What was Maybe his, what was his method? Frequencies. What was his method? Um, I didn't, uh, I don't remember what his method was, but he, oh, he would get his kids into like a meditative state, basically get their mind clear, get wow. them focused. But, I don't know how much of that's uh, urban. How, how do you go with, with it, meditation out of interest? Not well at all. So your mind wanders? Fucking over. And then do you I feel like I'm wasting my time and being lazy. And I'm like, I should be, you know, doing something else mm. instead of this, even though I, I know it's probably good for me. It's hugely beneficial for yeah. the centering and like this, that we're literally just fucking stopping for yeah. a minute. Especially someone like you who's fucking yeah. so manic yeah. or like all like always constantly doing something yeah imagine that just five minutes a day where you get to just i use running as so a sounds, it sounds like hell <laughs> 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 to stop that's five minutes you could be doing anything yeah you know, I, having a coffee exactly you should I, do qigong I, so qigong yeah because that's moving meditation that's open-eyed meditation uh, through your body is that the guys in the park 
I don't know. I mean, there's plenty like Tai Chi and stuff That's like that. That's what I'll But I've done Qi Gong and it's fucking crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Because I use running as my meditative state. That's Because when I run, yeah. I don't Who's think, to say what the I right don't meditation think about is. anything. But oh, do you know why the way I get around what you just suggested? Like I could be doing anything. I put it on a to-do list. Mm. I mm. put the ten minutes of meditation on my to-do list, and if it's if I feel like I'm, is that the is, meditation? Is you writing to meditate? No, on as you do list. <laughs> so when I'm like really squiggly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if I have it on my to-do list, I feel like I'm checking a box. Now that's probably not really a a great way to go about it. I'm probably. Creating some sort of fucking thing in my yeah, head. But who knows? That's but, it but could for, be. But for whatever reason, it makes me go, "Hey, this is the ten minutes I needed I ne- to to continue my day and to finish off my day. I need to f- check this box. Mm. This is ten minutes I need to do. So instead of me feeling like I always used to feel like that as well, yeah. like oh, this is ten minutes I could be editing a video or I could be sending that email or I could uh, be yeah. whatever. Uh, I go, no, that's part of something I ha- I had planned. I had to do today. Mm. Same with uh, the, like I I do that with everything. I'll I have do- a d- to don't list. That's, <laughs> my, that's the list that seems to be bigger. So I, I write what is that your one to out. don't? What, yeah. I'm not sharing my to don't list. Uh, <laughs> don't, it's a private don't list. Zoom call hedge fund managers asking for fifty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So when you when you got the okay on that and you just hung up, did they want to know? Why you didn't call back, or you just did you screen them? Oh, I sent some mean emails. <laughs> you sent mean emails. I was like, look, it just I can't even get into. It. It's just so, just the idea that I was like so felt so right mm. in that moment, and then just mm. to look back and just be like, I think like the way I summarize it all is just like that was very stupid. <laughs> there has to be like you know like you bomb a set right? Yeah, I feel like I bombed like a period of time trying to like have this like explosion going upwards and actually trying to like bring, bring something into the world that I thought would be helpful and of value. Yeah. Um, You know, I I mean, the the funny thing is through this whole period, like my whole goal was to raise as much money as I could and then give it all away to charity. Like that's genuinely, and I was speaking to a therapist the whole time and he, he reminded me of that. He's like, everything you tried to do was just to raise money. Because I was thinking, in my head, I was like, why don't I just use everything that I've learned in my life mm. and see if there is any application in the world where I can make a bunch of money? Because I have no interest in money at all. Yeah. Like I've, I'm always broke. I always spend all my money away. Like I just, I just don't even, I don't, I'm bad with money, mm. but I can make it. So I was like, why don't I just make a heap of it, then give it all away and then that'll have been a fun experience. Like yeah. I can make money if it's a game, but I can't make money if it's like you got to put a thousand dollars in the bank once yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, I can't do a long game. I can't. That's I can't do this like incremental. It's, but that's what the bipolar is as yeah. well. Is that like I'm like I just have states of experience that go for periods of months, and then stuff happens in them, and then when I access it, I just don't even feel like that person anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now it's just about like is it scary because like you're like fuck. Oh, I just thought I was different. I just didn't relate to anybody else because I was mm. like, oh, the only people I related to were not comedians usually. It was yeah. mostly like artists, musicians, people that do extreme sports. Yeah. And, you know, that, those kind of people. People that are like, seek like the pivotal peak moments. Yeah. Would you, can you remember how you were feeling at that time or is it completely foreign? Like it wasn't even like. You just feel very present. Yeah, okay. You kind of almost feel like you it feels a bit enlightened in a way mm. because you're like, you're thinking very quickly. Mm. You can outthink, you think you can outthink people and because yeah. your mind's working quicker, but I feel like you're just, 
like you have so, you people can't be bothered working at that speed. Like mm. it's almost like because you miss things, you know. Like you, you don't have anxiety; you just have like constant stream of consciousness that comes out. And because you have no fear, you don't worry about how, like you even don't worry about your own safety at some points. You yeah. know, like if you're not sleeping for a period of time, like you, that is so bad for your health. You're not eating. Like you don't even think that that might be a problem because yeah. you, you're just like, well, things are working, so I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And but like right now, can you remember how you felt, or does that feel completely alien to you? I mean, it feels very. It felt very good. Okay. It's it's. It, you hear this a lot with people bipolar. They yeah. like being manic. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that it's, as well. Yeah, because because you're fearless and you feel fucking like you're killing it, eh? You do feel like killing, but yeah. you also. You, your your ability to observe the outside world becomes less and less and it's more your projected narrative mm. of it. So, like, you don't even feel your own decline. And, you know, people kind of – they know you're manic. I think a lot of people know you're manic, but they, they know that you won't listen. Is, so, it, is it godlike? I have never – I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what God is. <laughs> 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 like, like, you like, get me in mid on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not go. <laughs> no, but it's like where you're like the center of, you're predicting your own narrative. So everything is the way you're designing it. Yeah, I don't know. You don't feel like things are real. Like nothing feels, mm. there's, a, there's a kind of like, it is a trip in a way because you don't really, it, it feels like, yeah, it just doesn't feel. Doesn't that feel like the last, and I don't know about you, Delby. <clears throat> doesn't that feel like that for the last, and Jamal maybe is, I felt like that for the last six months. Everything just felt a bit off, weird. Well, it was that anyway. It's a reaction to that, isn't it? That's Mm. what I think also is just like, it's like we think like we're getting isolated, like the world comes crumbling, we're getting fed so much news about how bad everything, like Mm. Russia, China, America. And then you're watching all this stuff and you're not having human input. Mm. And it's like, you're just like, well, fuck, I just make my own world. Mm. You know, like I think it's a little bit like that. And focus on yourself. Yeah, but then it yeah, it is hard because with the podcast we try to um, we try to have fun. We try to have comedians. Well, I think this chat right now is super important. Yeah, really important. Oh, do you guys try and have fun on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to have fun on the podcast? We try and enjoy it, but from time to time we talk about topics. Yeah, and I, there are things that I'd been sort of distancing myself from, like what's going on in the world. I didn't really want to know. I just was like shutting off. Yeah, and but I realized we've sort of. We, we also enjoy knowing and talking about these sorts of topics, but it's like this, it's a double-edged sword because I like it. I enjoy talking about it, but then it's creating this <laughs> mess in my head where I don't want to, I don't want to know it. So uh, that's you why I what like- don't, What don't you want to know? Like, what do you mean? Like, every, you, you, you see, you, me want, talking about this makes you think about yourself. Yeah, I want to, I want to focus on myself. And this is why I was starting to, I've started reflecting back on my path and where I am at the moment and wanting to just go back to, like I said, and I use that, I don't know why that is my picture of pure happiness, but it's literally walking along the beach or around a lake with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And just... I mean, that's nice. That's... Who gives a fuck if I've got all the money in the world? Who gives a fuck if I'm being creative? And it always gets to that point. That's all I want. But that's all right. Just have just hold both. Like, you know, you can do both. And that's where it is. There's balance. There's like these moments of like, hey, serve a bit of fun, a bit of creativity. Um, that's it. It's balance. But yeah, I'm trying to rid myself of all this shit, but then I'll, as soon as I'll see something, I'll text it to Delby. Oh, Elon Musk just mm. fucking sold out. Yeah, yeah. I like, like it though, because it makes it, 
knowing other stuff helps me be creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. as a stand-up. Mm. Yeah, like you yeah. got to know what's going on and then you can put your own narrative onto that as well. Mm. I think that's like – because, cool. look, firstly, you know, hanging out by a lake with your daughter, mm. like that doesn't take – much time like you could do that oh, well, I every do it. day I do it almost mm. every day and then you've done that that's great and now yeah. you can do your other stuff and mm. I think it's like maybe we have this thing in our head like this big goal like oh it's just going to be this all this I'm going to be all this thing and mm. if I don't put all the energy into it but you spend like how much time do you waste stand up that never goes anywhere mm. writing ideas and stuff and then really I think it's like creativity just like you say feeds into it like yeah. I love painting because I'll paint for eight hours a day and then I go when I get bored of painting, I'll go do stand-up and then the things I can't say in stand-up, I'll put into my painting and yeah. it's different mediums and they do feed into each other and you, you're not feeling like you have to channel everything through this like one like box, you yeah. know what I mean? And I think stand-up is verbal, so it's nice to have like a visual medium because mm. you can convey a lot of different things and perhaps it's the same, you know, with what you're doing. It's like you want it to be this one thing mm. that has to be but – but There's so many yeah. ways. You like, can't walk around the lake with your daughter all, 24 hours. Oh, I know. And that's <laughs> the, you it's the that yin and yang. That's the balance. An hour and hour, it's great. But it's also like these situations. She might not want to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> she might, Dad, Did we speak to her about this? <laughs> I want to be on the iPad, Daddy. <laughs> but like uh, there's, there's uh, moments I'll be sitting back at the beach and I'll be there with my daughter and we'll be, it's this perfect sort of moment and I'll sit there, oh, this would be so nice if if I had some music playing right now or this would be a better moment if I mm. had some friends around. Yeah. And it's, I always, instead of going, this is a really nice moment, oh, this would be nice, uh, better if it was less windy today. Or yeah. And then two days later, I'll recreate that, oh, yeah, I'll get my friends around and we'll mm. do that and we'll have the music and I'll be like, oh, this would be better if – and it's always another yeah. – I think that's yeah, human yeah. nature for yeah. sure. So I do instead that, of I, just going, this was really nice anyway. I'm fucking yeah. so yeah. bad for that. Mm. I'll be like, yeah, it's good, but it would have been better if I did this. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. Just enjoy what just, it is. Yeah, it and is I'm, it is. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at with anything, with like with shows and stuff that we put on, like the the Up in Joke show. There was things in my head. I was like, oh, this would be better if mm. – and I remember like – Post going, this was fucking perfect. Why didn't I just stop yeah. and take it more? Take oh god, a bit too drunk to be fair. But yeah. like, why didn't I just it's stop and take it in and go? I'm standing on a fucking stage in front of a thousand people, running naked. And yeah. Like, but just enjoy it. Yeah. Just take that in. Like, I think you always want it to produce something that's good and enjoyable. And there's a, that extra external pressure of like, fuck, uh, we need to make this completely perfect. Mm. But what's already really good. Mm. People are going to be like, "Fuck, that was perfect." There's all perspective. Mm. Um, well, also, you just accept that it's probably bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. That doesn't matter. No. Yeah. And however people react is okay because something can be bad and people can still really enjoy it. Yeah. And they can even think it's good. Mm. Like you can object. It's just like the lens. Like you can look at someone's comedy set and be like, "They could kill." And as a comedian, you go, "Yeah, but I don't like that, and that's yeah. not good comedy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. To you. And it's like, if you're Dave Chappelle looking at, you'd be like, this person's trash. But then to an open market, you're great. And to an audience member, you're amazing. Yeah. So it's like, which do you choose to mm. judge your own stand-up? And I feel like in a way, like we do that sometimes is like we we'd like let the like the gods of stand-up like judge our self. But that's like, well, they're not here. Like you're just yeah. doing this now. Like maybe one day you could, you want to, I feel like you just want to steer in the, the directions I can't believe I've been giving any advice to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do is get on the phone to SpaceX <laughs> and you let them know that you invented a telephone 
for communicating telepathically between planets. Is that what you said you created? I will not confirm or deny <laughs> that I got a voicemail and left a very long message that when I look back, the invention pretty much just is an orgasmatron. But um, well, it's just the thing that, yeah. yeah, I think it was just that. I think I'd seen one that day and thought it'd be funny if you could get the nodes like connected to your head and then send out radio signals Fuck through yeah. a thing. Well, they're doing that Neuralink. Yeah, well, then I found out they stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. Um, Even the conversation like this, we're, we're a podcast, we're three white males trying to be philosophical. Phil, phil, <laughs> philosophical? Philosophical. I think you just got your clip there. <laughs> I think that's the clip. He's I'm a going, really? He's it's, a genius. It's so stupid. It's And it's also very- it depend, it's not up to us if it's stupid. Well, it's up to whoever listens. But what yeah, is yeah. this podcast? I'm confused. It's the Hard Yarns podcast. Yeah. So what happens? You tell Hard Yarns? Uh, it's Hard Yards stories with lots of yarns, like jokes through it. Oh, you got to do jokes in it. Because uh. I didn't do jokes. Then <laughs> you started getting stressed out about the lake. No, but, no, no. no. But I, don't, I, don't just, I don't care. I don't know what it is now. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, we just talk shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just, I'm um, sorry for being so real. No, 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 no. This is good. Nah. We, we, we do – basically it's, it's, it's pivoted to having just real talks. Yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Going deep. Yeah. It's just turned into Joe Rogan. It's just turned into Joe Rogan. That's what it has. Oh, no. I think that is just a really good chat to have, man, to be able to talk about what it's like to have bipolar. I don't know anyone except for mm. Wolfie with it. That hasn't been – I don't think he has it. I mean, he doesn't know. No, he does. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if he'd admit I don't want to like – Yeah, no, he said it on the potty. Okay, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Diagnosed? I can't yeah. – see, your memory is fucking ridiculous. I can't rem- – I, at the end of this conversation, I'll be able to remember this podcast for an hour and a half. If I quickly get out some clips, I'll go, yep, yeah, that was a good part. That was a good part. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the next week, like I'll see a friend of mine who listens to every episode and he'll be like, oh, that was – and I'll be like, don't yeah, know what yeah. the fuck you're talking about. Well, I can't yeah, remember. The other it. thing that gets tough is like I don't remember if I've told people in a chat or if they've heard it on the potty like – the story about having the threesome in Bali and then nearly crashing the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone messaged me that um, and was like, oh, you know, make sure um, you don't have to pack underwear because you don't wear that in Bali. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's because, like, I was getting wristy off this <laughs> chick and, like, I had to take my pants off. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, well, did I tell you that? She's like, no, it was one of the early episodes. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, fuck. But, um, oh, you guys are not sure if you're recycling material now. Well, I don't care. I don't even think about that now. I'm like, fuck. I can just do it do it yeah. again. Because it's more authentic. If I it's tell you a story, yeah. if you haven't heard it. No. It's hard as well. Well, yeah. You should tell the same stories every episode again. <laughs> It'll be new to them. That's what, that's what I'm about to say. Like, how many times have we said it? And then you're like, pretty sure I've said this on the podcast mm. before. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like, we're 129 episodes deep now. Like, we're yeah, going to yeah. repeat certain things. Yeah. I've heard you say genus on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it well, sounds like you wanted to say penis. Yeah. <laughs> a like penis. a genius penis. A genius. Genus. He's such a genius. What, um, well, I was going to say, what was your um, breakthrough point? Or oh, how do you feel now? Like you said that you've been diagnosed. Was that a relief? Yeah. The best thing is I was so worried about this thing. And then, you know, like what would people think? Like, but the thing is like people already think you're a psycho. Mm. If you if they can't explain your behavior, do you mm. know what I mean? They're like, Sam's so weird. He like runs off to Berlin for three months and yeah, we yeah. see him in like a top hat and a suit, like <laughs> techno clubs, interviewing DJs. And then he's back here just getting drunk on stage, like yeah. in a cape. And then- 
doing very regular stand-up. Like, it's like, what the fuck What's is going, going on? on? Yeah. And he lives alone in a warehouse. I live in a cake factory in Sydney, Sick. like, by myself. Yeah, and the place is just like, you look and you're like, oh, this is an insane person's, like, asylum. Is it and a working cake factory or an ex-cake factory? An, I sleep in a cake oven. What? I do, yeah. How big is the cake oven? It's huge, yeah. It's got a big ventilation fan in there. Sounds actually pretty comfy. It is really comfy. It's, <laughs> it's warm. Like, it's such a- I don't come out till I'm ready. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> no, no. Don't come out till I'm ready. <laughs> is this is this for is this like area for convenience or is this suiting the the artist? Yeah, vibe? I have like this idea in my head that I just want to be surrounded by no comfort because I don't think I think if you have the lake and your daughter view in your head, you just can't get anything done. That would merit. <laughs> it just shits on your <laughs> fucking perfect image. I need concrete walls, concrete floor. <laughs> And just a bunch of utensils oh, locked away from the world and I just go. I've got a few mates there. Yeah. You've been in jail before? <laughs> oh, no, no. no I mean, you want ja- a free People jail. find themselves in jail. Yeah. They do those nice, like, these etch things into the wall. Mm. Like, help. Well, dis- yeah. you know? Discomfort's great. Like, creates context and, and stuff. Discomfort's so great. You, can, you can't be creatively and comfort. You need, you need, like, that's what it is. Like, you stand up, you've got to be broken to, mm. like, actually say anything of merit and, or in a way that is interesting and yeah. authentic. Like, but then you can also heal, but you can still recount your experience of being broken. And it's, but you can engineer broken states. And I think, mm. like, that's perhaps what I was a bit interested in in the manic is, like, I'm kind of like, okay, I've got my reality, so I just want to throw spanners at it while doing the same thing and just see how it changes to be like, oh. Yeah. But then at the end of it, it was just like, oh, you have bipolar, yeah. and then so that's been good. You want it for the material. You <laughs> need to live a life to have something to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, life experience. Mm. I reckon my point. idea is you just got to go for it, right? Like, mm. like that's why I'm like, yeah, let's go, son. Like, I want to go big, and I don't care if I fail. Mm. It's just that this one was so close to, like, very, very bad that, like – I was like, okay, maybe this 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 period of experimenting needs to like actually look into it. And it's funny that because you don't want to be like the reason you did all these things is because you are, have a mental illness. Mm. But then once you get it, like the diagnosis, it's actually great because you're like, it helps other people go, oh, they're mentally ill. Mm. But I thought people would look at me differently, but they're actually being very supportive. Like everyone's mm. like, as long as you're not acting mentally ill, mm. you could say that and then people still kind of treat you the same. Mm. But then they also kind of can forgive you when you're like, you can just own it. Like, I'm so sorry, I was just being a bit. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah did you feel like you took some power back by getting a diagnosis? Or it didn't really, it just explained things? I think it maybe yeah, maybe a little bit of power back. Mm. I thought it wouldn't. I thought it'd be the other way. I thought it kind of would be debilitating, but- yeah. Um, even comedy people have been because really there's a supportive. label as well right because now there's a label to it which yeah it could be either way like oh it could be great or it could especially be especially like you never really gave off those sorts of vibes anytime I'd met you would see you'd me. never see me manic but yeah. Uh, yeah so but like whereas you look at like Wolfie and it's sort of like but he you, is you, you see it and you go yeah yeah, yeah. I, well, I think not he's like, just I, refusing to come down from being manic like I yeah. think he is manic he's just like stabilised at manic level yeah yeah, <laughs> but he's he harnesses his. He obviously has ups and downs, but he harnesses his in a way, and he uses it on stage. That that manic, yeah, state is like hilarious. Yeah, mainly yeah. not for him. <laughs> it's funny how like when you get it like the manic like that, you just want to like you you do very quickly be go being like you want to leverage trading. Yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, um, we've talked about the manic state. What was the downs like, man? Because I haven't actually, I've never been like fully depressed. I've been super sad, but I haven't had depression like people explain it. Yeah. Um, 
Now that would feel. Does he? Do you? Do you? Uh, no, <clears throat> I was the guy who couldn't understand how anyone could have depression or anxiety or anything like that, and then trauma, and then bang. Oh, yeah, so yeah. like, my wife had an affair. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. A, do you know what? It wasn't the affair. I don't think that really triggered any anxiety in me. It was like the <clears throat> being left alone, or yeah, uh, maybe the loneliness. I think I'd. I'd like attached myself to this whole family dynamic and what whatever. Anyway, oh. for whatever reason, um, which I sort of haven't really properly gotten to the bottom of, but uh, the, the anxiety attacks and stuff have gone. But yeah, they the anxiety attacks would just come out of nowhere. They're fucking yeah. scary and fucking debilitating. And I I remember like having a bath with uh, having a bath with my daughter, and we. Were, Sharing stuff, and then I started like, like hyperventilating, and I panicked even more because I was like, "Who's going to look after my daughter if something's happening like right now?" And then it fucking escalated, and then I just realized, "Oh, that's what an anxiety attack." I'd never had one before, mm. and then I sort of like, I was able to actually recognize, it and that helped. But um, yeah, um, anxiety is the worst. But mm. yeah, it just really a, a, but it's your brain terrorizing itself. But for about three months, I had this. Just <laughs> I guess depression is the right. Word. I feel like like I feel like anxiety and depression. I for me um, is very closely linked because I didn't think I was an anxious person, and now mm. I know that I'm very anxious. But um, the depression comes as like a like it's almost like a, a reaction to the anxiety because I guess like post manic you've done so many things and you can't really remember very well all of them, but you know that you've left a wake of destruction. And so these things all exist in the world now and these ex- and then you are aware that everybody might be thinking this about you and you're hyper aware of it. Mm. So there's a lot of things to think about and you feel very sensitive. And then so to to think about all these things at once makes you you're incredibly anxious because there's a lot to worry about. Mm. So then you have a choice to avoid all that and then just switch off from it. But you do that, you can. It just pushes on you in the background. So the anxiety is there, mm. but then it converts into a kind of depression because you become so avoidant of the reality of this thing that you, you can't. But you feel it. Like you just feel this massive weight on you, mm. but you're not even choosing to access it. And so it's almost like getting up in the bed in the morning and like realizing you've got the biggest day at work, mm. and then like just putting your head under the pillow and the blanket, and you feel so guilty and mm. ashamed that you're not facing it, but you've got to try and like get away from that thought, but it just never goes away. Mm. And so you just kind of just feel like you're getting crushed yeah. and you just have no energy. And I think once you're in that state for a while, like it just is, it's, it is, it's depressing. Like yeah. it's actually de- like objectively, that's a depressing thing to do. Mm. Yeah. So I've got that. I've had that heaps, but it's more like, um, I've always explained it as an imaginary weight pushing down on my head. It's Pressure. not yeah. real. It's just things that I've, thought that I yeah, have to yeah. deal with but then I know that I've got to fucking just face it and do it that's um situational hey I guess that'd probably similar yeah, to what mine time, would be I think I Chelsea explained it as situational depression yeah. from but, memory we should get her back on to talk about all this stuff again but she's yeah because uh, there's two schools of thought as well there's one that depression is <laughs> something wrong with the brain chemistry mm-hmm. and then there's the other school of thought where no that's actually there's nothing wrong with your brain chemistry it's not a chemical thing it's just a natural it's uh, way of just a cycle. It's just the way that you've your yeah. thought patterns. But I think also like when it comes to like bipolar, it's like I think if you're revving a car, if you're redlining a car for three months, mm. like afterwards it's going to go pretty slow. Mm. So your brain does actually go slower because mm. it's just I don't know. It's probably 
damaged. Yeah. <laughs> I just brain damaged. I could never, uh, and it, it, that's the big, not the biggest um, kick up the ass was this thing in my head. I was in the school of thought, maybe not four or five years ago, but certainly when I was probably 18, 20, 21, that sort of age, anyone who said they they were depressed, I'd be like, you're yeah. not depressed. You fucking, you got this happening, you got that happening, you just fucking, yeah. you're just upset and fucking yeah, deal yeah. with it. That's what was going through my I head. thought the same thing. I was like, just get on with it. Now, mm. I, I, I do think that still happens mm. for some people. But yeah, I, I think I, we've made it too easy to just blame it on. Yeah. I'm depressed where it's really, it's just no resilience. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Other cases. But then I, I can't, well, no, I can't explain, obviously, an anxiety attack out of nowhere, like for, mm. for no reason, mm. obviously based on trauma for, for myself. But like um, – that's someone who literally was who I felt like I'm the happiest guy in the world. I'm the happy go lucky yeah. guy. Nothing can upset me. And then bang. So it does show that I guess that one's probably leaning towards situational stuff. Mm. Um, but what um, um, what's effective to get out? Because medication. What what are they? What's what's it? What is it? Lithium. I'm on lamitrogen, uh, which is called. I think the brand is Lamictal, mm. and it's so it's like it. It kind of just like lifts you out of the depressive states because the manic states. It's interesting. Like the manic states come from the frustration of always being in the depressive depressive states. So I actually engineer manic states to happen to get out of it. Just get out of it like a jump start. Yeah, like if I'm feeling fucking down, I'm like, oh, I'll just do a stand up gig because it's like it can just like mm. spark me up like the adrenaline. And so it's it's about lifting out of the depression so that you don't seek out behaviors that trigger manic states mm. and not trying to like use things. Like I used to use stand up to get out of being de- like out of depressive cycle, mm. but um, that's the wrong reason to do stand up. Do you know what I mean? What like, was it about stand up that would do that for you? Was it anxiety or fear, or what was is it, it excitement? The pressure or? of being in the present moment is like you're. Th- th- I mean, being in front of a lot of people and having to like think quickly, like it kind of sparks the brain up. You know, oh, what if you bombed? Does it just make it worse? Yeah, I mean, it just is the whole thing is ugly. I think it's intention. Like, it's yeah. the wrong reason to do stand up. You don't do yeah. stand up just so you can, like, not feel depressed. I think, yeah. you know, it's like, it's not like an art form in itself. It's like, you should go up there and be, I like do the best as laugh. you can for this thing, not trying to pull something. I feel like that's what I quit stand up is I, I, I stopped doing it for the, I stopped enjoying it. Yeah. Because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And yep. I came back to it because I was like, it's only going to be this one thing for me now, which is like, I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. And I really don't care about the career aspect of it anymore. I'm, I'm very happy to let it be because it's like a gift. It's so nice to do. Mm. Very lucky to be able to do stand up and to keep doing it. You do get better at it. So, yeah. you know, but you don't have to think, oh, I want people to think I'm good at it. I just, I just don't even care anymore. I yeah. really enjoy it. And, I, and coming back, the whole industry has felt very different now. Like I find it a lot more relaxed and yeah. I don't really care what people think or worry about things, but I still try and do well. I just, I don't know. I just yeah. find it more fun. It's good. It should be fun. It's so Stand fun. It's fucking fun. It's, I mean, it is so fun. Yeah. But if you're obsessing about like just you, you this pressure, like I've got to do really well and yeah. then, then people will respect and then just yeah. like. There's nothing funner than making fucking 50 randoms laugh. I love it. Yeah. It's ego serving, but I feel good. When I'm making them laugh from a thought I've had. It feels good just doing the job. It's yeah. almost like, you know, like you're a blacksmith. You make, oh, that's a terrible example. No, <laughs> yeah, no, like making something. <laughs> yeah, making something. You're yeah. like, I made this sword well. Yeah. And it's like. For magic the gathering. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, because I don't, I don't enjoy stand up at this stage. 
You don't enjoy it. No, anytime when I, when I say I'm it, sorry for excluding you from not, this conversation. I've not, I've not, I've you not need to done. learn to rap. <laughs> so I've not done I've not done it enough, really. Let's be honest. Yeah. But um I don't I don't enjoy it. I get um I don't know. I don't I just don't enjoy it. I if I if I say a joke and it lands, I don't enjoy that. And don't do it. I just feel relief. Oh, it worked. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's not a good reason. I feel like stand up. You shouldn't I enjoy it, it for the first few years. Like it's <laughs> fine. like it isn't. It is like everything is against you. Like it should be horrible. But do you know why I don't like it? I I know why I don't like it. I feel pressure from the fact that I don't get to be the no one. Not that I'm a someone, but I don't get to be the no one that no one of the other comics know. Just some guy trying to do open mic. Oh, everyone knows the shit comics. Yeah, I know, but like, and then like. I'll and I've said this before. I'll go into the green room and then, um, fucking, Cole Legacy go, oh, you fucking suck, <laughs> like, and I'll be yeah. like, he wouldn't say that to another open micer. He'd probably give him advice. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel this pressure of like, oh, I started after I'd already been on a podcast and had all these people on me, yeah, on the podcast. So it just feels like this. I'm Brendan, more, Brendan Shawbinet. That's how it feels. Mm. You need to surround yourself with. Worse comedians than yourself. I want to, and that way you can be the king <laughs> of comedy in your world. I did it once where I went to an open micer, and um, not that I was good at open, uh, at comedy, but I was the best on that night. I, I performed the best, I feel, and got the most laughs, and did pretty well. And I felt like, oh yeah, that's I, it. I'm the king of the castle. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. felt like I felt good about it, but I also I enjoyed that. Well, start running over mics. No, I don't want to run them. I'll, run uh, them. <laughs> but I just uh, I, I like I like going to the open mics because I feel like I'm, I'm amongst the people who are at my level. A real comedian I'm not very good. doesn't judge somebody at an open mic because it's open mic. You're going there to try and you. I shit know. And I know. But then Wolfie, judge- who does not judge me, I know he says it in jest. But you're like, man, you lost the crowd. Don't f- oh, oh, he, he won't say anything to you that he wouldn't say about himself. hundred percent. I get it. But, but yeah, that that sort of pressure, that outside pressure of like being on a podcast that has all the people that are the good comedians around, especially um, in Perth. Um, yeah. I, just, I don't know why. I just feel this un, un, unseen pressure, That's I guess. something you need to work through. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe a, I literally just don't like comedy. No, that would be a lot of pressure. Yeah. I would feel that, yeah. Um, yeah. That would be hard. It's like if I go to Sydney and I, I get gig with the boys and I fucking – I want to do well because I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. gone there to perform. Yeah, they yeah, know. yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, I I'm shitting myself because I've never gigged in shit. I don't know if my shit's going to be translatable, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there is so, that faux pas that yeah. Perth uh, doesn't always translate to Sydney. But I was with Aunt Wolfie on the weekend and he said that uh, he did great at the comedy store and so did Emo. And mm. so I think we were talking about that, like, you can build an act in Perth that, that translates. Translate. I think especially Emo's now, like... proved out of sight from... the comedy of- scene is getting, like, is strong. It's like, it's, it's getting really established, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. I, I try to do topics now that are worldwide. Yeah, that's the way to write. Yeah, that's how yeah. you do it. You just think, like, once you travel to another place, you're like, oh, they do comedy a bit differently there. And then yeah. you can still, when you write joke, you're like, oh, would that work here, here, here? Yeah. And then you just try to write... I love the local references because it's so, like, situational and present. Like, I can do... Jokes about Perth suburbs or whatever, but as soon as I leave, yeah. if I lose that part of my my act, I'll think of something over there. Yeah, but that's why I do stuff, relationship stuff. Mm. It's just or drinking or party, like very relatable. Something that's universal because mm. a drunk person looks the same here as they do anywhere else. Oh, I don't know. You've, you've never been to Scotland. So. 
That's generational. So at, That's just driving. At what point did this whole episode turn into a, like a manifestation of your art? Mm. Well, I think it actually ties into like the comedy aspect because it's like you do comedy for the wrong reasons. It's like ego and like you want to be perceived a certain way. And mm. then so like art was like painting was like almost like an antidote to that. Like I pretty much came into painting and I knew exactly what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. And I just did that. And it was like, this is going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy everything of it. I'm going to just experiment constantly. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. I'm going to, then when you paint, you start small. I painted huge. I was doing two meter painting straight off the bat. Cause I was like, that's what I want to do. Mm. I rock climb for 25 years. So I was like, I have good hand eye coordination and visual acuity for about the size of my body. So I'll paint about the size of my body. <laughs> I'll turn the lights real low and I'll just try and feel it all out. It's all visual, non-verbal. And it's like in stand-up, you want loads of gigs and you just have a huge turnover and then slowly you will come out. You can't just do it like once every yeah. couple of months or whatever. So I was like, I'll do 10 paintings a day. Like I'll just, I'll just, I'll just burn through these things mm. and not care about failure. And then after a period of time, like months, then I can look back and see and then, you know, take stock, like listening back to your set. You kind of like, it's just a blur and then you listen back and you take some notes, you do some research, you reflect. So I kind of treated it like that. Like yeah. I'd have like three-day painting bender and then like analyze it, look through it, learn different techniques, do another explosion so that I stayed in like these kind of flow states. So that it started in a not very non-manic way. I just, it, I had a lot of, um, people were very, uh, I showed a few people, not that much publicly, but, and uh, I got picked up quite early for um, kind of people sponsoring me and buying stuff. Wow. That's pretty lucky. Yeah. I was going to ask how you're getting paid to do all this. Yeah. Like, I, well, I saw some paintings, so yeah. That's sick. Well, do yeah. we, do, should we look through some of them? And we can we'll try and look through. I don't know if it's going to come up, but we figured out how to. We can do it on there, yeah, and oh, you can nice. show us on your phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna how do you, um, how did you value it? Or did someone just offer you some money? I was so confused about how to how to do it. Like, mm. um, and I was speaking to a lot of artists as well. So, like, I did try and check in. It was almost like not being a comedian, doing a bunch of comedy, and then doing well at it. And then you're like, fuck, what is the standard? So I did speak to like artists and like talk through ideas and stuff. Yeah, and I I just get a lot of feedback that like. I just tended to agree with the things that we kind of were on the same page. So I kind of, my mum's an artist as well. Yeah, and my dad yeah. has an art gallery. So like I've, I've been around the art world and she's taught me a lot. So that's cool. It wasn't, um, it wasn't too foreign. Yeah. Um, is there much art of animal attacks? No, no, there's no animal attacks. <laughs> Have you been attacked by any more animals since oh, yeah, the last? Yeah, party? that's what I did. I spoke about that. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no more animals. Nah. No, that's like another world. You know what I mean? That's yeah. different. I've got, Do you think funny, they I can just sense keep, the manicness? I feel like, just like Madonna yeah. just keep evolving through. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna come back next time and be like, I'm a circus performer, yeah. a juggler, <laughs> the comic formerly known as. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you just do these different things, right? And then you like. You, you end up being like, everything's a little bit wrong. Like you kind of like, I feel like stand-up was like not quite exactly what I should have been doing. I think mm -hmm. I should have always been doing art, mm -hmm. but I'm glad that I didn't do it till so late in my life because uh, like it's exactly what I want to be doing. Like, so, but I feel like I learned, I've, I have a lot to bring to the table. Like everything I've failed in comedy, mm. I've kind of managed to start art in the right way. Like it's almost like going on stage and enjoying it yeah. no matter the outcome every time. That's kind of like what painting has become for me. So, so I, I feel a bit very free within it. So what's the vibe? Do you use like a specific 
do you have like a favorite? Is it like acrylic, like water base? What's I the- like acrylic because it's uh, dries quickly. Yeah, and so you can <laughs> you paint. Move on quickly. You can, yeah, you can yeah. move on quickly. You can yeah. get a high turnover rate. Yeah. Um, it's harder to bring out certain like the richness of the colors. Like oil paint's really good for. I feel like it works well yeah. in like different time, different day, times of the day with light and stuff. So I've done a bit in oil, but I don't, it is still too slow. So I think there's like the part of me, it's just like, please dry quicker. Yeah. So sometimes I paint and I've got like a hairdryer on the other hand, just like drying <laughs> it so I can paint really so you, fast. So you won't paint <clears throat> like a landscape or a situation. You just paint whatever feels right. I did paint a lot from, so I mean, what is worse a landscape is like you're, objectively like looking at a landscape in front of you you mean mm. but in my head i'm like that's not interesting just just it's already there yeah it's there or look at a photo like someone can do that well so i think like it's more interesting like i don't want to paint a tree i want to paint my perception of a tree and mm. by trying to paint my perception of the tree what i'm actually painting is my own delusional interpretation of reality that's based on my own everything my insecurities my traumas my goals so i try and paint the memory of a tree, and then I'm actually painting myself. So everything in a way is a self-portrait, just not in the form. So even when I paint a landscape, I'm not looking at the landscape. I'll look at it and then I'll paint it but never look at it again mm. so that I can see. I, I feel like every time I'm just doing a self-portrait, to it's be like honest. My, my drunk text messages. I just send them and I just never look at them again. Never look at them again. That's just me now for that person. (laughs) That's who I am to them. And then that's it. That's my self-imprint. Here we go, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Cool. So So um, we're going to have to look on your phone phone as you go through the slide show. In the order. So I'm on the first photo now. Oh, but that slide show is different to the slide show. Oh. (laughs) Oh, we got on that one. So whatever order. Wait, he's got the link up, has he? Um, yeah, so I just got the browser. The link up, of yeah. It, so of the PowerPoint. Um, oh, so your your slideshow? No, no, I was going to show just photos in a in a folder on the phone because we couldn't get that other one up. Do you know the order of the slideshow that's on the it phone? It won't be the same. Oh, oh we could, but is that going to? It's not going to come up on the screen. We won't. We won't even know. But he yeah. can flip the screen around for us. We can just go on that. Look. We can go through there if you want. Yeah, on this one. So yeah, yeah. If you find it, but it's mine just wasn't loading up on. So if you get that one, yeah. On your, have you got that on your phone? No, yeah. Okay, I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it that way. This is going to be so clunky. Be, yeah. All right. So, show us, tell me. So first one is like a greeny. So this, <laughs> this is not going to work. Green. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is like. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Can I have a look? So that's like a. But I want to get Sam to. Oh, okay. You can just do it like that. You can show. I know all the paintings, so. You don't have to what show me. Our interpretation? I, I know it in my head, so it's all good. Yeah. Do we do the inter- our interpretation? Yeah, yeah, you can do your interpretation. Okay. For me, this is either like a, a river flowing through somewhere, making its own way, or a tree. Yeah, I see the tree and the stars and and the planets in the background with a, maybe a rock or something like that on the floor. That's how I feel. That's very see literal. It. Yeah. But talk us through that one. Well, that's that, that there is death. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how? Like, do, you have, do you explain it? You just say it? You see, that it doesn't matter. I can say anything, right? Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Just like you can say it's worth three thousand dollars. It's like I painted it, it, but I'm saying so, in, in some of them I can I can say things because you can you can talk about it. But yeah. I feel like the way that I want to kind of present the exhibition that I'm doing at the Comedy Lounge, yeah, which on Tuesday the nineteenth, yeah, um, 
is and half the money is given to comics to travel. So he's doing his. It's great. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Philanthropic. So I, try, I want to pay for people's Edinburgh flights. So that's comics. Well, you fucking booked too early. Then. Yeah, <laughs> cancel your flight. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I feel like in the art, like uh, I want to make it accessible, like because I've been to so many art galleries, because especially touring comedy, I see. I always go to art museums, and I lived in New York for a while. I'd always go uh, to the like the MoMA and the Met, and. Looking at it, there's like you, there's two ways you can look at it from like an analytical perspective, mm. but you can also just look at it and just see it and mm. experience it and have that interpretation. It has nothing to do with the description. Yeah, like it's like I do a joke, it's funny or it's not funny. You enjoy the joke. I, if I have to explain it afterwards, yeah, that's not the fun part. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people. I just want people like, yeah, that looks sick. I, I was you know about to say, like, I, I was about to say, I don't. I, I can't see the death in it, but I. But I, I made that up. It's, it's, oh. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you just say anything. Because I was going to say, ah. I, I, I like it. It's something I would put on my wall. But I want you to find. I want you to find. Like it's just your own meaning. Like yeah. you, it is. I did that reflecting me, but for you, it's whatever. It's it's reflecting on you. Yeah. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like I this like is that. a this this is a mirror for you. Yeah. Okay. And it's a mirror for him. It's it's completely separate. It, mm-hmm. So that's what it should be. There's no unanimous objective yeah. interpretation of this. I have some intentions, but they're not relevant. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So it, it doesn't matter what you're trying to say. Yeah. It doesn't right. matter. It's what you do. And so I'm not going to, I don't even want to try and steer you. Yeah. And I've kind of moved away from that. I back, I used to do more descriptions and some I can talk about, but like ideally I would like something just to sit for what it is, you know, yeah. like it just works. Everything is a mirror. Like, the painting is a mirror of me, but then once it's out in the world, that's not me anymore. It's your, that's your reality. What so, do you, what, um, what was going to say, do you mind if we look through maybe say three or four? Yeah, you can just look through them. You don't even ask me but about them. I yeah. want, I want you to talk about the ones that you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to do. So we'll look through the first okay. four. Because so people listening, jump on YouTube and this will be up on the, on YouTube. Yeah, you'll be able to see the, yeah, we should have mentioned that if you yeah. want to see. Uh, and these is definitely like these are all early ones that I did. So this one was like these big two meter paper paintings. So I did this in the first uh, six weeks of painting. So it's like a ripped piece of paper as well. Like. I'm yeah. So what's your? You go you, and then I will go me. <clears throat> if I feel a break, uh, I feel I don't like I don't like it. Not like uh, I don't like. like you if, feel uh, an uncomfortableness. Yeah. Is that I the feel, red and yellow one? Yeah, yeah. that's a breakup. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. To me, it looks like a smash guitar. It felt. It feels. I did that after a very savage, like a very bad breakup. <laughs> feels. For me. Yeah, it feels clunky it's and funny. Uh, you say that. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm. Yeah, I was well, it like, reflects whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, interesting. You got that. Mm-hmm. A, a smash guitar makes, oh, makes me. It literally makes me. On yeah, a, yeah, yeah. In my chair. Okay, yeah, I'm also getting cool. a little bit of if chicken treat fucked red meat stuff, like from the side. Kind of got like a, a smashed up. It's, it's interesting, but it's, uh, yeah, it just it makes creates, you feel uncomfortable. Makes me uncomfortable, yeah. That's good. That's right. something. I like this. This is fucking kind of psychedelic. It's the blue one that we got here. With like gold like, lines? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's flow state. That's a bit of flow state. Can I see this a bit closer? It's flow state <laughs> for me. It's almost like frozen ice. Over water, where you see the little ice particles dissolving into water. 
that's like a change of state into flow state for me. I love Branchy's reaction. I, I, this personally, this is why I like making painting. I have no, I don't care whether people think they're good about. It. I, yeah. I, I have they're no attachment to it. No, they definitely. I love seeing people react to things, and that's more interesting to me. I yeah. d- it, it, it's definitely good. I, um, <clears throat> I don't know what I feel when I see <laughs> that. You don't have to feel anything. No, but yeah. like it's. Um, Give we, me one more look. We got to sh- we got to show them a landscape. See yeah. if you can find a landscape so from just, <laughs> No, no, no. Just still <laughs> with, a, with a girl by a lake, yeah. <laughs> or a father like, holding this is what a daughter's I'm talking hand. About. I, I see a person at uh, the top. No, I see a person down here. Their face, and I see them um, looking up into the sky. That's what I see. That's can how I, I see it. Was it? That's how I feel. I feel. Okay. What, 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 was it painted in a certain way? With a certain intent, intent with that one, yeah. There's yeah. you can't see it in the photo, but there's a layer of gold paint over the whole thing, and then I had a very, very thin wash of blue, and then I've got these kind of like gold lines. So when you move around it, that it acts like almost like a hologram, like the light picks up differently, so it looks like it's floating, and it's painted on very thin um, eighty GSM paper. And I hang it like a scroll, so wood at the top and bottom, See. so it kind of moves. So it, it, it's trying to create the the like l- floating layered feeling. So it's more of an experiential one. It doesn't really work so much in the photo. Yeah. Okay. I like this one. This one's like a um, Japanese story, like a historical Japanese story. Hmm. But I, it's de- I, I feel like this also might be depression. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just feels like climbing a wall. Or it feels like um, which one's that? Oh yeah, it feels <clears throat> feels like ch- trying to escape, trying to get out. So that one actually does the, the, something I try and do a lot in the paintings is like tr- it's great, not so much a degree of uncom- discomfort, mm. but um, I'm very interested in the in not being able to see one thing. Mm. So like you know when you get those like um, you know if you see someone from a distance and then you're like oh that's a tree. It's not a person, mm. but your brain keeps switching between it's a tree, it's a person. You can't quite make it out. I like to keep right in the middle where you're you're not seeing just one image. You're seeing both, but you're not completely seeing one or the other. So your brain is left right in the middle. Mm. And that level of like not being able to attach means that then your subconscious can come out. Mm. I, like, I like whatever that one is. I like it. So that one there is a beach. If you look at it, what, it's the, the, one the one last one. Had. You can look at one of the images is there's a harbour with a lot of boats in it. Yeah. Yep. You see that? Top yeah. down. The other one is it's is the descending layer of heaven and hell. So it's kind of going down, which is like some of the old medieval paintings that had these kind of like descent. That's the one I could yeah. see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that painting though. Yeah. I like it. Sold. I, um, sold. It's interesting you say. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like same. trying to get out. That's what the, the – trying to get – over the wall or whatever. That's what I was feeling. It's oh, like trying to hmm. something good. about that's that. I like that in tattoos where it's like I can see this stuff there, but I like to look deeper and find the little details mm. in them. Next like, one. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. This one makes me feel weird. I love you guys responding to this. It's so funny. <laughs> I feel weird, man. I feel like it's it's fucking something's off. <clears throat> We don't really want Is to this a critique on abortions? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it, man. Um, Have you got that? Is it the same one? Yeah. yeah. Which one is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So Let's just skip that one. That's not even that one's not even finished. I don't even know why that's in there. I don't uh-huh. think this is just like a bunch of my first paintings. So it is an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not finished. <laughs> oh, this is cool. I like this. Sorry, sorry, there's dead air for Spotify. This is like no, a no. like a blue arch. Uh um <clears throat> Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's good. You don't have to. I don't know. I like it. Would you, you like that one? I just like it, yeah. Because it reminds me of like where I grew up and all the ferns and trees, even though it's probably like, there's like, is a satanic symbol above the wall? <laughs> or is it a chandelier? I don't know. I just feel like that. I want to go to that place. Can I, see, can I see which one? I'm going to have to put up. Yeah. A, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a very long hallway. Yeah. Um, no. No, no, no yeah, I agree. No. I don't like that one either. Yeah. Like well, like, as in you don't like it? Like, because I still think the painting's good, but no, I, just I don't, don't like the painting. I don't like the. All um, right, give us one that you want to that that you've got a story behind. Um, I can't get the thing up on my. Del, we can keep flicking. We can go. Oh, uh, yeah, keep going. Let's go. Show you, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a great one to do. It's like the bird. The bird. It's a bird. This is the one it's that attacked you Show while you were rock bird. climbing. Show Jamal. So this was a. Uh, this was a bird. If you'd like to see this, a rem- rem- reminder, get over to YouTube. Yeah. This is the, probably the wankiest thing that I've done with this. <laughs> I painted a bird with a feather. Oh, that's pretty fucking cool. So you painted nice. this with a feather. Yeah, I painted it with a feather. Nice. Birds of a feather flock together. Not a paintbrush, but just, just, just a feather. It's very cool knowing that. It's a yellow-crested black cockatoo. Did you do it with the pointy end of the feather or the brushy end? Or I parts? did it with the feathery part. Yeah, fuck. Like on a side and then the different aspects, the different parts of the feather I used to That'd be try different details. Just the one feather? And it's huge as well. That one's like two meters high. <clears throat> so it was a big I was I felt very much like, oh, there's a bird and it's a feather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll keep going. You stop this yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, I did this big series of like uh, – like one and many, the idea of like having like a lot of that's also one. It's like as a cow, but it's also yeah, a school I, of fish. I can see a cow. One and many. Legit. I feel like fish. It's like a cow sitting down. <laughs> yeah, a cow full of fish. You know, like your consciousness is like yeah. is like you really like many different things, kind of, and then you try and streamline them to go in one direction. But then sometimes you feel like all your parts are going in different directions, you're but a, you're still one thing. You're an interesting person. I'm like cooked, man. I'm <laughs> Transformers. I like the. I like that one. There's another one and many. I like the cleverness of that. <clears throat> and oh no, no, skip that one. These are these. Some of these are just like throwaways. Nah, skip that. Nah, skip it. See if there's any more. Nah. Okay. I'm just pulling up the school of fish cow one. Oh, that's, now. A good, that's, yeah. a, that's a good one. There. It's this, this one. This is very psychedelic. This is about show you, show Jamal. It's about a bit further down. So it's about four to the right. Oh. It's number 18. Can I see that one? Mm. Oh, I like that one. I reckon that's a really cool painting. I don't know what I feel about it. It's like a DMT clockwork elves. Oh, there's a bird in there as well. Yeah, see the bird. The bird's escaped the shattered cage, so he's getting free from some sort of... Shackles. It's like it's called the Mother Mary. It's like Mother that. Mary. It's a stained. It's like I wanted to do a stained glass window, but without color, like to give the same kind of vibrance of a stained glass window, but just with uh, black and beige. It's really good. I so like, I try and make uh, that like electricity. I like that one. That one's really good. Yeah, because mm. it's um, 
I, without the stained glass in a window, that'd be pretty fucking shit. <laughs> like all the different, <laughs> right. uh, all yeah, the yeah. church ones. Uh, uh, what's well, that's that? the that's a like church of Notre Dame. But yeah, anyway, it's always been. Is that the one? That look, there's a lot of there's a lot of the like in between paintings, like ones that I just like. I'll show them anyway. I don't mind. Like just ones that I just like bang out. I'm like, nah. Oh, that's West Coast Eagles season at the moment. <laughs> so number twenty, he won. That's the Eagles just being completely fucking themselves. Yeah, they're bent over and fucking themselves. <laughs> Looks um, thick. Thicky boy. The, the painting. Oh, these oh, are pretty cool. What, what's the what? What are you doing with the brush in there? Because it looks like it's almost raised. I did those three in like one day, and I was just like blue and gold. I just what do you mean? It's raised? Oh, it looks raised. It's I just kind of scratchy. I think. Yeah, I just scratchy, just kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. The brush that I was using was quite dry. We'll just cycle oh, through. I like that. That's oh, like Ganesha. So check out. I like that one, Delby. Twenty-seven is what we'll talk about now. Oh, you like that? That was. It's like a Rafiki. Like, uh, is it Rafiki from... It's a spirit animal. Yeah. I like it. Have you been attacked you by like a monkey? That's funny. I know what paintings you'll like now. I can show you all the paintings you'd like. Yeah. You like a light and fun. What's that one? What is this <laughs> one? That was light and fun. Yeah. It's I mean, that was, that, that was an end. Yeah, I don't want depressing around me. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time you do a painting, you know, like if you do a joke, you kind of want to do another joke afterwards that almost like... Is sometimes like an anda. You do a joke that's too heavy. You want to do a light joke. So yeah. I think the painting I did before that was like hectic, and yeah. then not not in the slideshow. Yeah. I didn't put oh, it in yeah. order, but then I think that was like an antidote to that. It was just like something real silly. Well, I like it. Is it just? Is it a monkey? I don't a, know. It's um. It's it's just it. I like the color. I like the. Go- I like the. You know when someone's like, "I'm going to fight you," but it's like yeah, they're yeah, real yeah. cute and like they can't hurt you. It's kind of yeah. like that. It's a just, woman. No. <laughs> it just looks nice. Just jokes, ladies. It just looks nice. Yeah. Like Got a couple more. Oh, that's fucking. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like the painting. Obsolete. 29. We're up to 30. I don't yeah. like 30. You've done a lot of paintings. Feel, that was weird. the first six weeks. And so the ones I'm showing in uh, so, Perth, so what do you that makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Elon, it's called Space Pig. Elon Musk, can I see it? Elon Musk, number thirty, <laughs> Space Pig. Maybe we'll finish on Space Pig. Is there any ones uh, other ones you want to show us? I know. Can I have a look at the? Yeah. Can I try the? Is yeah. that after you, the SpaceX didn't call you back? This is the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, um, Space Pig. So the ones I'm showing in the exhibition are mostly not these. I yeah, just showed yeah, you yeah. the ones I did at the beginning. So that was like, I've been now painting for a year. Yeah. And so that was in the first six weeks. And then since then, like the paintings I'm doing in the exhibition are, um, I've done like things of Perth, mm. like in Northbridge. So meth, junkies. <laughs> to the National Hotel, I painted that. And comic portraits. And then there's a, there's like a large series of like um, in black and red, which I can I'll send to you 
afterwards but it's cool. like um yeah I'll, I'll shoot him over but yeah, yeah. it's just it, it's i wanted to show that more as interesting as like as you can see it's just like progression just very sporadic different and yeah. it was kind of like i just didn't really mind but now it's becoming like more cohesive themes like i'll do a series of like eight paintings along one style yeah and then that'll be it so it's getting like less and less chaotic chaotic and random like i'm yeah. having like longer periods of like it's almost like exploring an idea before it was like, I want to go here, I want to go here. Now it's like, I want to explore a theme. Like in stand-up, when you start writing longer, on you think you might have 10 jokes on the same topic. Yeah. You know, like you have like that. You're like, because you're exploring the different angles and deep diving. I feel like painting's starting to get longer and longer cycles. Yeah. Of- That's how reflective of comedy. When you first do stand-up, you've got like one joke on yeah. that topic. Yeah. And you've got another good joke or something else. Yeah. Then the better you get, you look for the rule of threes or like a few more yeah. callbacks. Yeah. Uh, do, do you think you'll get bored of it? Uh, no, I think because when I do get bored of it, I just do stand up, and when I get bored of stand up, I just paint, and they seem to be like different enough because like st- uh, painting, you are you're the audience. You stand up, you know the audience mm. really. You, the audience is there, and they you know they give that feedback. But with the painting, you're giving the feedback to yourself. So like I make a mark, and then I now judge the mark, and then I do another mark based on my feeling about that first mark and so you kind of get that dialogue you would with an audience but with a with a with a canvas have you ever just like spilt and made a mistake and then it's gone that's perfect yeah i mean like most of art is a mistake yeah because sometimes because i used my dad nicknamed me art i used to paint when i was uh towards the end of high school and i used to do it properly with my my grand oh nice that was a uh, prof- it, that was his profession, just painting. Yeah, he did the his- painting that's at yours. The the light. He did. The, yeah, he yeah. did that one. Yeah, he did scenes. Mm. So his was a um, <clears throat> his was different to what I liked. But he showed me how to paint and the, and like how he would create certain shading and stuff like that. That was the techniques he showed me. And um, <clears throat> I I I was very I I did lots of space. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know why I stopped. But um, it, in the, oh, I can't remember where I was going with this. What were you saying just before that? Sorry. Mistakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And I, I was painting and I remember my greatest – or what I felt was my, my best painting. I spilled the paint on this bit of paper and it created this like sort of spill around something I'd already began and then I just left it and it was, one that, it was the one that I kept. It was just a spill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was like it was. It was actually depressing a little bit <laughs> that I spilt it, and it was better than what I was doing. Yeah, with purpose. No, but this is like I think this is exactly like the big message of all of this is just like you're like like you are an accident, like you're yeah. a walking accident, and then like it's funny, mm. it's comedically hilarious that we try and do anything with any kind of like I'm a responsible, and this is going to be amazing, mm. and then you make a mistake, and it looks better than. And then I'm like, well, why can't you just be the per- the purveyor of mistakes? Like stand-up is the purveyor of mistakes. You are the mistake king. You know what I mean? You're like, look at all the mistakes I've done and then you do them well. You do mistakes well. Yeah. And I think like ask the same is like you try and do things a certain way. It's like sometimes if I'm getting bored because I'm like, this painting looks good. I'm like, why well, should try and ruin it and then paint my way out of it it's like sabotage yourself and then try and get out of it sabotage you're just like keep trying to houdini yourself yeah mm-hmm. so i like that like i always think like when i'm going I'm like where do i want to go and then i'm like i want to go left with the paintbrush and then i'm like did i do i want to go left because i usually go left 
in that case, let's go right. Do you know what I mean? I want this to be smooth, but that's because if it's because I'm trying to like do the same thing I did before just out of habit, then I don't think I'm being creative anymore. I think I'm actually just building up this kind of same pattern Mm. in my head. So I try and just keep myself guessing and throwing myself into new situations. And that's what I don't think painting to me is like, it's not painting. It's just exercising creativity Mm. because you're not allowing yourself to do the same thing over and over again for an exhibition. They kind of want that to have the similar styles and I can do that. I've just chosen not to at this point. And with this exhibition, I'm going to do uh, about six or eight in the different styles so that I can be, but like ultimately I like to keep it fun and as an exercise and just like keeping you throwing spanners at yourself. We should do that for here. What? A painting each with Sam. Yeah, yeah, we what? should do that. We when, should have a painting when, session. When do you go and we'll film it and we'll turn it into, When do you leave? I leave on like the 22nd or 1st. Are yeah. you back? I'm back on the 26th. Okay. So uh, we'll we do, do it next You'll time. be back in Perth. Next, we'll be yeah. next, yeah. I'll be no, back in Feb, yeah. Let's sick. do that. Yeah, let's do that. Well, you got to, are you doing a, um, the art show for Fringe as well? I might be. Yeah, cool. Cool. Um, do, you, do you reveal who you're going to paint? The comedians that you're going to paint on, or do you want to save that for the lounge? I'm at the moment. I'm doing Wolfie and Dave Callan, sweet, sweet. and Kyle Legacy. Nice. So all past guests. Great. So if anyone wants to check Fuchen it out, sech. Fuchen sech. Fuchen sech. and you're going to show them at the, the lounge. The painting of Kyle Legacy, I'm very proud of. Is it's, it just a piece of shit? It's called. <laughs> it's called a man trapped in a painting that he doesn't understand. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know where cultural, what side of cultural appropriation he lands on. Is it? There's just so many levels. Someone's like, he's so wrong. He's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. State king. He yeah, got, yeah. He gave me shit last night. Yeah, saying yeah. I was the whitest person going around. Yeah. I, As he no, was to fuck LeBron Second whitest Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He said you're the whitest person he knows It's <laughs> almost a compliment What the fuck are you doing? Fucking Fucking send us a voicemail Fuck Really quickly on, on painting I had a friend that never painted in his life But yeah. his mother was a professional painter And sadly um, she passed away due to cancer And in that day He felt her ability to paint transfer into him and then ever since then is painted hyper realistic paintings and went from never painting to selling them for thousands i've got his um i've got his instagram i just take a look at that it's crazy literally i knew him he never he never painted he never painted and he he swears and he's not religious i used to talk to him about religion all the time smoking billies (laughs) all the time and he's not religious at all but yeah. when his mom died that's what he said and then he's been a very accomplished painter since then wow. that's wow. incredible just quickly did you guys hear that what oh <laughs> <laughs> ah classic uh, cool back awesome. alright all right. well um <clears throat> do you want to plug so- oh, you've got the show so coming up Tuesday at- Comedy Lounge Tuesday the 19th uh, is that what yeah day? Tuesday the 19th it's yeah. like an exhibition uh, from midday to six, mm-hmm. so there's gonna be like 25 paintings, and then from six o'clock, doors open. Seven o'clock, comedy show. Yeah, and uh, the comics that I'm gonna be painting are gonna be performing, mm. and then uh, at about eight o'clock, I'm doing. I'm gonna do a talk about all the art. Just go through it, mm-hmm. and um, and then yeah, it's like you get a drink on entry, champagne. We're gonna do it like real nice. Like John from uh, who runs the comedy lounge has been like. So incredibly helpful with this whole thing. Like he's he it was his idea to do uh, the show, 
and like he brought me over here to do the exhibition and do stand up. So it was nice. I, I didn't even appreciate. know John liked that. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently he does. He likes abstract stuff and he liked my stuff. So I was uh, cool. stoked to have it. So hopefully it goes well because, yeah, it would be great to like, if we could raise a bit of money and actually mm. be funny to, to Edinburgh use year. art to pay for comedy yeah. idioms to leave Perth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make a bigger mistake. And then, it, <laughs> and, and there's other shows like comedy shows or just the art? Uh, I'm doing uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, at lounge. They've got at two lounge. shows yeah. a night. Yeah. How do people get tickets for Tuesday? They just go to the Comedy Lounge website, just okay. look for the photo of me with a beret. And, uh, <laughs> What's it called? Through. Just Sam Kisses. It's called 300 Paintings in Lockdown. We'll, um, oh, we'll put the uh, the link within the, the show notes cool. um, of the show. Yeah, and, yeah thanks. Uh, and um, on our Facebook posts. See it. Good chat. Links. Good good, yeah. Good depth. I liked it. Delby, yeah. you got anything quickly? Because you've got a flight tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm just going over to Bali. But uh, when I get back, the last Who's Rhyme show is on the 31st of July. Um, Hard Yarns, we've got a show mm. on the 29th, 29th. So we'll have some stand-up at West Perth. So uh, if you're a Patreon, we've already put up the free tickets for the top-level guys mm-hmm. and the medium tickets for... The medium guys get half price, um, so jump on Patreon. Otherwise, the link will be live probably this week because we've, hmm. we've done our own selling. We need to get the link up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that going. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, come see who's wrong before I leave. July thirty first at Elford is fucking dope. Sickest setup ever. Sick. Branchy's covering my quizzes and so I was Mac Shane. Yeah, uh, I'm covering the next two Wednesdays yeah. at Paddy Malone's. That'll be fun. What A lot more fun than last week with the office. Fuck, don't get me started. Jesus <laughs> Christ, that was a uh, second half was awesome once they sorted out everything else. But um, yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was a mistake, but it was beautiful. A beautiful mistake. Now, that was good. Uh, so I'm just doing that. Uh, aside from that, I reckon we'll do an episode, at least one episode. I'll while call it from Bali, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I think we'll get Cam McLaren over yep. or something like that. We it might do be... some Buddha Zen stories. Yeah, and um, we'll see how we go for the second week. It might be good to have a break and just like detox yeah. and then come Maybe. back fresh. We'll see how it see goes. How we feel. See how we feel. See how we feel. But definitely next week we'll do a call in from Bali. Cool. That's it. Ciao. Peace. Hey, bro. Peace. Nice.